and good morning. It is a Thursday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn. He's Griffin. Carson Weekly is here as well. Griffin, this is going to be a real test of your skills as a video producer because you have to figure out how to get this camera to show everybody that I have indeed paid off at least part of the bets, one of the bets so far. Also, the question will be, the last time I stood on a rolling chair... I, uh, it was during when we played the Stetka Cup earlier in the year, and I nearly broke my skull open by falling off of it. So we'll see how this goes when I attempt this. Okay. Or I can maybe stand um, on the table or something. I don't know. The important part, I guess I need to keep the microphone in front of me. Uh, all right, yeah, be careful. Can, um, can it? Can yeah, it, yeah, yeah you, we can see that you, you are in an American flag speedo for can, sure. Well, I mean, can they, can they get the whole... How do I do this exactly to make it very clear... I don't know how we're going to do this for hot takes later looks, either, because that that's more yeah. important. We can do it just like that. You just stay standing just on the Just stay chair. standing, I'll, right? Just like and that. And I'll keep the camera yeah. pointed up at you. Okay. I think that works. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I am channeling my inner Jackson DeVille this morning as I lost. I've lost back-to-back side bets, which is awesome. Just super dope that I have lost back-to-back side bets. I love that. I do love that, too. <sighs> It was a it was a it was a rough first couple months. Yeah, you lost like twelve, play. right? Um, uh, the first one, of course, was to dress up as uh, Jackson Deville from the Ravens game. That's the Jaguars mascot in a full body suit and American flag speedo. I would have loved to have paired it with a uh, Jackson Deville um, mascot head, but I actually searched for them. I could not find one to purchase on the interwebs, so that was a bummer. I had to just stick with this. Um, look, I mean, it's a very it's a very sexy costume, obviously. I can understand why you might be attracted to a uh, large cat that's uh, wearing an American flag Speedo. I can understand that. That's uh, something a lot of people must be struggling with is uh, they're, they're questioning some things about their sexuality due to uh, what, they, what they feel when they see old Jackson DeVille, but... Uh, so I'm doing that, and then later on in the program when KZ is here, I will do my tapeworm shot, which is vodka and mayonnaise and hot sauce and pepper or something like that. So just a hellish morning, really about as bad as it can be uh, over here on this side of the table. But hey, at least I also didn't have to wake up at 5 a.m. to take my wife's uncle to the airport as well. At least that also didn't happen this morning, because that would have made things really difficult if, like, for example, I had budgeted my night last night to be up to watch the Maryland game, which admittedly, it, the Didn't problem matter. here's the mistake. The mistake is the way I budgeted my night was I'm going to be up watching the Maryland game anyway. I have all this work I need to do. I'll just do it while I'm watching the Maryland game. So in a, when I found out late last night that my, my wife's uncle, very nice guy, like this gentleman great, a great deal, um, he says, I'm a little uncomfortable with like your wife driving me to the airport if the weather's bad. <laughs> and I cannot blame him for that. I'm a little uncomfortable with my wife driving anywhere when the weather isn't bad. So I understood and I said, that's fine. I'll do it. I'm like This kind of sucks because I'm not going to get any sleep tonight. But the Maryland game obviously ended up being irrelevant. It would have been nice if I didn't have the work to do because I could have just gone to bed at like 9.30. By 9.30, we knew there was no reason to watch any of the rest of the game. Unfortunately, I had a lot of work to do, and so on top of getting no sleep, I'm dressed up in a Speedo and, and bodysuit, and I have to do a tapeworm shot. It's just a hell of a day 
It was a hell of a, I attempted to come back to the office and sleep a little bit before right. the show began. That, that, I was um, glad I got that question answered because I meant to. Yeah, that was the reason why Griffin Griffin came in this. I didn't really get any. I, like I attempted to, but it was mostly you just know, rest. Correct. There was no actual <laughs> sleep involved. Uh, I got back here about 8 o'clock and just sort of laid there from about 8 to 9.30. And Griffin walks in, and again, not, not, not his fault at all, goes to turn on the lights because, you know, that's what you would do when you're the first into an office. Goes to turn on the lights, and I say, Ah! <laughs> God! No! It's too bright! Um, it's, that, uh, it's that gif of Donald Trump when uh, he's they're like, Turn the lights off! It's too bright! It's too Get those was, lights off. I was that guy. I was <laughs> that guy this morning when Griffith. We always use that gif whenever um, Kirk Cousins plays in primetime. It's always my favorite thing. <laughs> Anytime Kirk Cousins plays in primetime, somebody pulls out that, or that, I don't, I don't know, you call it a gif. It's just a video of Donald Trump talking about the lights. It's, it's one of my favorite things on the internet. Um, so, yeah, uh, that'll that'll be just a picture into my soul. And, hey, at least Maryland didn't lose by 1,000 points last night on top of everything else. There's a nice picture into my soul of how I'm feeling this morning for Glenn Clark Radio. So don't push me because I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. You guys have no idea, so I don't know why I'd bother. All right, um, today's show. Which one? What was that? It's actually a song this time. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, don't. No, no, yeah. no, no. It won't mean anything to you. I've, I've wasted it. It's my fault. It's my fault. Well, I'm trying to make sure nope. we don't waste these in the no, future. No, it's my fault. Today's show is brought so to I you by... I enlighten myself. Just, just... Yeah, we'll talk about it when you're older. Uh, today's show is brought to you by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. You can save $100 at GinsuGrills.com when you use the code TAILGATE. Again, that's GinsuGrills.com. Use the code TAILGATE to save $100 when you order your Ginsu Kamado Grill. It's the perfect ceramic home grill or tailgate for grilling, smoking, searing, baking, all kinds of food. Really can do everything. Makes a tremendous gift. A um, couple of things, quickly. I, I don't know what else there would be to say about the Maryland game. Obviously, it was a bludgeoning. It is disheartening. It doesn't like undo anything that Maryland did. When they got off to a strong start to the season, it doesn't take away the win over Illinois. It doesn't take away the the wins they got up in um, Uncasville, Connecticut at the Hall of Fame thing. You know, Miami still looks like a pretty good win. But this was their only other chance at getting a significant non-conference win. And so that goes by the wayside, and obviously it goes by the wayside in kind of embarrassing and, and dispiriting fashion. Like, this is the type of thing that really guts a fan base that seemed to be ready to get on board and ready to come back to life. And this is the type of thing that leaves a fan base feeling like, well, there's no there there. Like, this is... Everything that happened before really kind of doesn't matter because this is the reality of what Maryland basketball is. And the truth is, the reality is somewhere in between these two things, right? Like, I, I do think UCLA is exceptional. Now, they lost a couple of games maybe that they weren't expected to lose. You know, did, 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 back when they lost against Illinois and Baylor. Like, they, they are a veteran team that has been through the ringer and is very good. Obviously, very good defensively and willing to sell out defensively to try to take the ball away. They're not just going to sit back and let you do what you want to do. They come for you. I, the UCLA side of the equation is significant. 
I don't know that if they played that game 10 times that Maryland would lose by 1,000 points ever. I don't even know what the final ended up being because I know that it, it, it got up to 30-something and then whatever it is. I, honest to God, I gave 87 up. 87-60. to 60. I can't believe it was that close. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was a bludgeoning. It was an ass-kicking. And I know that's sort of what Kevin Willard said afterwards, is sometimes you get your ass kicked. Well, yeah, sometimes you get your ass kicked. It doesn't change how disheartening that can be. And it also maybe can be a reflection of the difficulty of the stretch they've gone through. That, And I know Kevin Willard talked about this on, on Tuesday when he had his media availability. He said, hey, in the future, I'm not going to schedule like this. In the future, I'm not going to do, like, this sort of murderer's row that they've played non-conference, home, away, neutral, home, like kind of all over the place, all against really good teams. Now, to be fair, in Big Ten play, you're likely to have a stretch at some point where you're going to play four really good teams in a row. So to say you're not going to schedule like this, okay, but you can't always schedule cupcakes, and you can't always assume that you're not going to have to go through something like this. Presumably at some point in the future as a program, you're going to want to be an NCAA tournament where you might have to play you know, five straight really good teams to try to win a national championship. In the infancy of a program, they're clearly not there, and that's the, the reality of this. The reality is they probably – we got way too carried away about the idea of them being a top 10 team, a top 15 team. Any reasonable assumption about this team was, could they be a team that somehow finds their way into the NCAA tournament? By virtue of what they did, they're still very much in that conversation. The question is, are we seeing... Is is the lack of depth come leaving them coming unglued? Is the lack of consistency leaving them coming unglued? Is is the slow start thing something that is now kind of becoming a story of who they are? All of these things they're going to have to figure out. They only get a couple of non-conference games again before they're right back into Big Ten play. This isn't like they get to go beat five teams by whatever score they want to. They got to go play St. Peter's. Not sure if you heard about them. Um, then they got a UMBC team that's been red hot recently. Like, those aren't even gimmies. I am concerned. Yes, Carson. I was going to say, it's kind of a weird schedule for St. Peter's, in my opinion. It seems like a not, lot. A not lot all that not all that worried about St. Peter's say, schedule. There's, there's just cards. looking at what they've done last year. There's a lot that could go wrong there in terms of reputation for the tournament and stuff, and there's not a ton that can go right. If you beat St. Peter's, it's like, all right, you, you beat St. Peter's, but look what St. Peter's did in the tournament knocked off some pretty big teams. There's, it looks like there's a lot that You're saying go. it's weird that Maryland scheduled St. Peter's? I think it's a little odd just because of – Well, I don't know when this game was scheduled. I don't know if they if it was scheduled after they made their tournament run or if it was scheduled true. before they made their tournament run. Like, that is true. The, the odd part being there's a connection with, like, Shaheen Holloway having been the coach mm -hmm. at St. Peter's and being someone who's very significant to Kevin Willard, a former assistant, but then he left. I, I don't I don't know what the time frame would have been in which this game was scheduled. I don't know if maybe, like, Shaheen Holloway called Kevin Willard and said, hey, as I move on, I'd kind of like to help them out. Could you do me a favor and could you schedule a game for me, right? Like, I, I don't know how this game came about being played. I I am I don't believe that last night was a fair reflection of what Maryland is. But I also do think it's proof that last night can tell us that the the start of the season is not a full reflection of what Maryland is either. 
I think, and this is the difficult part that we none of us like, because we all want to, we all want answers now. We all want to know exact now, 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 now. I think Maryland's going to be in for quite the battle to try to get into the NCAA tournament, and it still won't surprise me if they don't. The Big Ten is brutally difficult. And last night it wasn't even really about a bad front court matchup. The the good news is that Julian Reese's shoulder thing does not appear to be significant. Like it looks like he's going to keep playing because if the, Julian Reese hasn't even necessarily played all that well, but if they don't have him, what in the world do they have in the front court? I mean, you know the answer. Nothing. So thankfully that wasn't, you know, worse than it seemed like it could be. There's a lot of it's, it was dispiriting. It was a disheartening evening, and particularly considering it was a night that everybody was excited for, and they had a great crowd, and they had an electric atmosphere, to not even be competitive for a minute. Like, even if you end up, you know, you play well for a half, and you get your butt. They weren't even competitive for a minute. There were people that maybe, for whatever reason, arrived late to the game last night that never got to feel any amount of hope. Ever. Brutal, brutal evening in College Park. Um, I apologize to those of you that didn't get the updated memo. So yesterday I sent out a tweet that Ken Niamatololo was going to be joining us at 10.10 this morning. I followed that up a couple hours later with a follow-up tweet. Um, and I think, unfortunately, maybe one of those got shared and the other one didn't get shared with some people. So if any of you tuned in this morning specifically for Ken Niamatololo... The follow-up tweet uh, explained, um, Ken and I have been talking throughout the week, and we were trying to figure out a time that worked to do this, and I think you guys know how I feel about Ken Niamatololo, and um, you know he's always been someone who's been open and honest and has taken the time, and he wanted to do it, and then with the weather coming in, um, his flight to go, if you don't, guys hadn't heard about Tyler Tidwell's passing over the weekend, a former Navy football player, he um, was flying to Tyler Tidwell's funeral, and his schedule got changed for flying to the funeral. So that is overwhelmingly more important than this. So as I was talking with him last night, I just said, hey, why don't we just wait until after you get back? Like he was trying to figure out, you know, maybe I can get a minute while I'm down. I'm like, Ken, I love you. And I appreciate the fact that you want to do that. But just want to kind of respect to what it is that you're down there to do and um, the memory of Tyler Tidwell. We just... I said, how about we wait and we can do it next week? So that's going to be the plan. We are going to chat with Kenny Amanololo. That is a promise. And um, I know he's talked to a couple of uh, writers and he's done a couple of, of interviews, but we're going to chat with him uh, live uh, early next week. Probably Tuesday will end up being the day that we do that. So apologies to those of you that are Navy supporters that maybe saw a tweet about that and never saw the follow-up to it. Um, but we wanted to make sure that we understood that Kenny Amanololo had priorities and we will. We will make sure we do that early next week, and Ken will join us then. So we still have a lot to do on the program today. In just a few minutes, Tyrod Taylor is going to join us. We've been celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Super Bowl 47 champion Ravens throughout the course of the season, and this week uh, the team's backup quarterback was Tyrod Taylor, who, of course, remains in the NFL to this day, was one of the few guys that wasn't able to make it back for the anniversary because, you know, he, he had football to worry about. Um, as he is with the Giants. We will catch up with Tyrod Taylor and reflect on that anniversary. Also this morning, KZ will join us in studio. I'm going to do my tapeworm shot. Ugh. <sighs> um, we'll make picks for the week as well. I put Carson Weekly in charge of trying to come up with a Christmas-themed side bet for next week. 
Um, we'll see what he comes up. Don't no. Yeah. We will see if he comes up with something. We will see if that's <laughs> the case. Ideas loading. Okay. And then uh, later on in the program, Stacy Dales from NFL Network is going to check in with us. She will be working the broadcast Saturday for Ravens Browns. So we'll get her thoughts on uh, what she expects, what she is looking forward to, what interests her about the Ravens-Browns matchup on Saturday. So all of that coming up on the program today. One more pitcher goes off the board. Noah Syndergaard off the board. Don't know if Orioles fans were really all that interested in Noah Syndergaard. I... I'm interested in anybody with a pulse, I think. All right. Well, yeah. the good news, if you're looking for good news, is that John Morosi, who was very plugged in, tweeted last night that, and this guy, my understanding, definitely has a pulse. All right. Orioles showing continued interest in Michael Waka, ah. whose market could move quickly now that Syndergaard and Lorenzen reportedly have reached agreements elsewhere. Also, uh, Chris, uh, Cot- Chris Cotillo. Mm, Boston. Yeah, and I don't remember if it's the Globe. I don't remember who Chris Cotillo writes for. I guess it's MassLive.com. Mass no, I don't know if that if that's the name of a new old newspaper. That, I hate how that's worked now. Like AL.com is the Alabama website, but like it's it is a newspaper. I, it might be the Birmingham newspaper. I'm not sure what it is, but they just decided to call the website AL.com and like refer to themselves as AL.com. And in my old white guy world, I like to refer to them as like the newspaper that they write for. It's very. I know this sounds very, very old white guy, but just it was always easier for us. Chris Cotillo also said, things have been very quiet on the Michael Waka front this winter, but the Orioles are showing interest in the righty. So clearly there's something with the Orioles and Michael Waka. I don't know if any of you find that to be exciting in any way. Um, I mean... I certainly wouldn't go with exciting, but... Again, does he have a pulse? Is it does it give you a rotation that on paper would be better than what you had a year ago? Yeah, and to be fair, Michael Waka had a go- really good season last year. Like Michael Waka pitched to a three three ERA and a one one WHIP last season when he was healthy. I he was, I understand yeah. that he made twenty three starts. Like let's not that's pretend that's like good. he you know like I get it. He didn't pitch the entirety of the season, but twenty three starts is a pretty significant sample size to put up those types of numbers um he had a complete game in there too ah thank you that's now i know that give him a billion dollars (laughs) would y'all rather have him or lyles for a year or two i think waka i think i'd take waka too i think there's a higher end to waka i think you know what you're getting in jordan lyles and you know, it it was helpful, but again, you you did you got Jordan like Kyle Gibson is Jordan Lyles. You got your Jordan Lyles for the season. Jordan Lyles to me becomes redundant. You're hoping to find someone that can give you higher end starts, and I get there's no guarantee that Michael Waka can be that guy. Again, the years the years before last year were brutal. 2019 through 2021 were not good for Michael Waka. 476, 662, 505 ERAs in those three Oof. seasons. Is that that was with St. Louis? Uh no, St. Louis, New York, and then Tampa. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. He was all over the place. Yeah. It was bad for those three seasons. Um you're hoping that you're scratching whatever it is that he found a year ago in Boston, combined, obviously, with the fact that you've got a you're planning on putting a better defense behind him. And you've got the wall in left field. And I didn't look deep enough into numbers to know how much home runs plagued him in those three seasons. Uh, gave up 26 home runs in 19, 23 home runs in 21. 
down to 18 home runs last season. So I don't know that home runs specifically are the story of what happened to Michael Waka in those years, but you're hoping that the wall will impact that as well. You're hoping for higher end if you end up bringing in Michael Waka. Again, I'm not pretending like it's exciting to me or that I'm all that captivated by Michael Waka, but to the point that Michael Waka, you would say, a rotation with Gibson replacing Lyles and adding in Michael Waka would have the opportunity better than the rotation you had last year. You would be forced to call it an upgrade if that's the route the Orioles go. The disappointing part is if that's the route the Orioles go, then any pipe dream of Carlos Rodon almost certainly goes utterly and completely out the window at that point. So it's the reality of the circumstances. I think the Cardinals are out on Rodon, too. They said that he uh, had priced himself out of their, out of their budget. Well, I mean, if he's priced out of the Cardinals' budget, I don't <laughs> think there's a chance in hell right, then that he's going to find himself within the Orioles' budget. Our budget. I don't right. think there's any chance whatsoever that that's the case. And Tyler Huntley was listed as a full participant in practice yesterday, which is odd only because I didn't see like an announcement that he had cleared concussion protocol. Yeah. So I'm still a bit confused by that whole thing. I imagine we'll get full clarity on that today as today is the final injury report for the Baltimore Ravens this week. Just a little weird that they wouldn't say, send out a tweet, do something to say, Ty, uh, I'm about to say Tyrod Taylor. We're about to talk to Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> about to say Tyler Huntley. <laughs> has cleared concussion protocol. I feel like just maybe maybe make this easy for all of us idiots, right? Like, for all of us stupids, just go ahead and explain. Like, we're five. That's what's going on. So we will uh, hopefully get a final answer about that today. All right, today's show is also brought to you by the Baltimore County Police Department. You still have time to help them out with their uh, non-perishable food drive, with their unwrapped toy drive. You can get this week to any of the Baltimore County Police Department precincts, as well as Glory Days Grill right across the street here in Towson, and drop them off to support the mission of the Baltimore County Police Department. And if you or someone you know is thinking about a career change, maybe perhaps there's been a, you know, a young person in your life that, that needs some direction, um, great competitive salaries for both cadets and officers in the Baltimore County Police Department. $10,000 signing bonuses available. Find out more. Join BaltimoreCountyPD.com. Because of their schedule, getting ready for a big Sunday night game this week against the Commanders, we had to record this a little bit earlier on, an opportunity for us to catch up with Tyrod Taylor as we continue our celebration, 10th anniversary of the Ravens Super Bowl forty-seven title here on GCR. Well, let's continue to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the Ravens' run to the Super Bowl 47 title here on GCR this week. Man, it's been way too long. This guy, what a great dude he was during his time here. Obviously, he's gone on to have great success. He is a Super Bowl champion. Unfortunately, one of the few guys that wasn't able to make it back for the reunion because, you know, he still has football to deal with as he is with the New York Giants. We welcome back to the program Tyrod Taylor, who's with us on GCR. Tyrod, it's Glenn. Great to catch up with you, dude. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us. Oh, yeah, no problem. Thanks, man. Absolutely, man. Like, 10 years. Can you take me back? Let's go back to even 11, right? Like, you get drafted in the sixth round by the Baltimore Ravens. If I had told mm -hmm. you, flash forward to 2022, we're going to be talking. You're going to still be in the NFL. You have been starting for a couple of years, and you'll be a Super Bowl champion. What would you have told me then? Uh, I would say anything is possible. Um, obviously, you don't have a, a crystal ball. You never know what the what the future um, holds for you. Uh, but I think just <clears throat> along the way, 
um, you put in enough hard work and sometimes things go right and you're, you're, you're fortunate to be on the winning side of things. Uh, looking back, obviously, 2011, being a young guy, getting drafted to Baltimore, walking into a, uh, a locker room full of veteran guys and uh, a lot of successful players in this league. I mean, you could never count out the possibility of being in the Super Bowl and we was in it in two years. I uh, actually had a chance to right, right. take that step in the first year. Um, and I think that that just made guys even more eager and more hungry to do the things necessary to get back to that level, to uh, get back to that game the next the next year you know it's it's so funny you say that Tyrod we've been doing these chats all season long and almost to a man everyone who was part of the 2011 team has said the same thing like that 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 was the fuel like being that close and coming up short and I think everybody remembers we've talked a lot about the words of Ray Lewis that day in the locker room in Foxborough um and that even some of the guys that weren't on that team told me that meant something to them uh when they heard them the following year um, can you tell me a little bit about, you know, you're a guy that's just trying to, like, find your way in the NFL, but did you feel that sense at that time of there's unfinished business, come hell or high water, we're going to be back here next year? Absolutely. I mean, you never know how a, how a, how a season can go. Obviously, you have its ups, its downs, um, but I think we had the right men. Um, not I think. I know we had the right men within our locker room and on that team um, as coaches. Uh, and players just to be able to weather the storm. And that's what we were able to do. I mean, it wasn't pretty um, week in and week out, but we found ways to win. And, you know, like I know you've been covering sports long enough. That's really what it boils down to. Obviously, the numbers and stuff uh, brings different accolades, but we had a selfless team. Um, and we were all about just winning and whatever it took to win week in and week out. And we committed ourselves to that. Obviously, we were on the losing side of things sometimes, uh, but we – made a commitment to play for one another, and it, it paid off at the end of the year. Tyrod Taylor is with us as we're celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Ravens winning Super Bowl Forty Seven. Um, Tyrod, obviously you know, you bring up, you know, it wasn't always pretty, right? Down the stretch that season, it was downright ugly at times in the regular season. Yeah. Did, did yeah. you have any sense, like, were, were you internally nervous? Did you know, hey, we can just get there and flip a switch? Like, going into that postseason – where were you feeling about that team? Uh, feeling, feeling good. I mean, I think in those in – those, uh, well, in that time, you have to lean on uh, the veteran leadership. And one of the things that Ray, uh, amongst other guys, Ed Reed, uh, Suggs, Flacco, Anquan, a lot of the things that those guys told us was, hey, let's just get a chance to get to the opportunity. What we used to say is get a chance to get to the dance. Mm-hmm. Like if you can just get a chance to get there – um, everyone's zero zero once you get there. Then it's a whole new season, um, and we just kept that attitude. Uh, like you said, it wasn't pretty going down the stretch. And I've actually used that scenario or to, uh, used that um, that learning experience that year to tell other teams, "Hey, look, it's not going to always be pretty. We won the Super Bowl, but if you go back and look at the games that year, like it was not pretty towards the back end of the season. You just got to do your job week in and week out." And that gives you an opportunity to be able to go out and win. Obviously, you have to go out there and execute and win. Uh, but the goal is just to get to the playoffs. Um, and, and then you hit reset. Obviously, the ultimate goal is to win the Super Bowl. But you got to take it one step at a time. And our goal that year, hey, get to the playoffs. And once we get there, then we can set a new goal. And 
win the first one. Don't look at the big picture. Take it week by week, and that's what we were able to do. I'm wondering if there's almost an immediate parallel to what you guys are going through in New York this season, right? Like where you're, oh, you're flying sure, and sure. you have we, a bit of a hiccup. Yeah. Have, you, have you said something about that to the guys? I've talked to um, a number of guys, and I, ironically, we have a lot of the Baltimore staff. I mean, I right, Wink right, with Wink, here. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we, we have a lot of people that, that, that were here, um, and also just a lot of other coaches that have been elsewhere and can attest to the same ride. I mean, it's only been, what, 72 Dolphins have went undefeated. Yep. Other than that, yep. it's, I mean, the league is the league is what it is. Um, it's, it's, it's highs and lows, and the, the team that can weather the storm, obviously, and stay healthy throughout the season gives themselves the best chance at the end of the year to be able to, to play football in January and to finish in February. He is Tyrod Taylor. He's with us here on GCR. Um, Tyrod, I, I want to, if I could, did you did you specifically know what Joe was capable of doing? You were around him so much, um, and I know that, you know the impact you guys had on each other um, in your careers. Yeah. But did you know going into that postseason, like could you have imagined him – turning into Joe Montana the way that he did during those four weeks. Did you see that coming? Yeah, that wouldn't that didn't surprise me. Um, Joe played a lot of good football um, in our time uh, together and obviously throughout his career in the NFL. Um, he's been a guy uh, that you can count on. And he's, he's held his end. I mean, obviously going in and playing lights out the way he did in that playoff run, um, in a contract year, it's a lot that it builds up to it. I mean, obviously, when you're in it, you're just going out there and executing one play at a time. We had enough playmakers um, around us uh, and around him to go out there and make his job a little easier. Right, uh, right. But, I mean, we, we, we play collective football. And I just will say one thing, obviously, uh, that Joe did is he played lights out, but collectively as a unit, we've all played off one another. And I think that allowed guys to go out and play free. And um, he did that that year. Uh, and, I mean, forever a friend, we joke about us being up here in uh, New York. We skirmished him early in the year um, in training camp. And it's like, wow, it's crazy how time flies, man. But a lot of good times throughout our four years together. Um, friendships made. Proud of uh, all those guys. I mean, what they've been able to go on and, and do since then, um, and obviously that that was a special year. I'm sad I couldn't make it back, but it was for good reasons. So. Yeah, right. You get, you're get busy. We get that. It's a good <laughs> thing that you're still grinding. It's so funny what you say about those guys because Jacoby joked a couple weeks ago to me. He said, you know, if Lamar had me, Anquan, and Tori, he'd never have to run. And I was like, you know, you are, you're not far off, bro. You are not far that off, is, man. That is true. Oh, man. I mean, he might still choose to sometimes, but he wouldn't have yeah. to. Um, Tyrod, if I could, you know, I, I, a lot of the guys that we talked to, you know, I mentioned Jacoby, and we had basically everybody on. So many of them played significant on-field roles. Is it – for you, it's such an accomplishment to win a Super Bowl. Is there any amount of bittersweet that you that you didn't get to play more? Does it impact the way you feel about that? Can you just sort of take me through, you know, what it means to be a deserving Super Bowl champion? But I'm sure you probably think to yourself, "Hey, I'd, I'd like to have you know gone and won a Super Bowl myself too, being the guy on the field." Oh, for sure. I mean, obviously, as a quarterback, there's only uh, one on the field at, at, at any given time. So obviously. And as a competitor, you want to be able to be a starter, young in the league. But I think it was also just an opportunity for me to learn. Um, yeah, by 
by all means, I would love to start and win win a Super Bowl. But I think it's also some learning. Uh, it's also a learning process, and I was able to learn from a bunch of veteran guys. I was able to learn how Joe uh, handled himself uh, in the media, on the field, off the field. Just was able just to watch guys and learn, and just those four years in Baltimore. Uh, and especially those first two years, um, this was a big learning curve for me. Coming from college, uh, always starting, never really had to sit. It was a humbling experience, but it was also um, an opportunity for me to learn. I think I, I learned and, and, and tried to gravitate to those uh, veterans and lean on those guys. We're still all friends to this day. Um, I could call any of those guys up and talk to them about on-the-field stuff, off-the-field stuff. Um, I think – I, you just got to look at it for me with a broad eye. Yes, mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to be on a team. And by all means, it takes everyone to yep. win a Super Bowl. Yep. Practice squad guys, coaches, the kitchen staff, everyone like is, is, is all in on it. Um, obviously, we lean on the 11 starters to go out there and get the job done. But it's, it's, it's a preparation process that, um, that goes on before you get to the field. So um, everyone is deserving of it, obviously the guys who played and had significant time in it, it means probably a little more to, to those guys uh, because they were actually out there putting um, their bodies uh, on the line for one another. But, yeah, I don't I don't look back at it um, sad or anything. I'm just as happy for the guys. I mean, I think that's what makes a good team or a great team is a bunch of guys selfless and want to see uh, people around you see. I I appreciate the way you explain that, man. I it's well, and again, you were a significant part of it. You deserve every ounce of being called a Super Bowl champion, man. There's no question about it. If I could, before I let you go, Tyrod, I it was it was striking me as we were just talking. You know, I was saying what Jacoby said about Lamar. You were a guy that we all know how good you were. You proved it, right? As a starting quarterback in this league, we know how good you are. Mm-hmm. Yet you didn't get maybe the same opportunity. You, as we pointed out, you're a sixth round pick. You were a guy who had to fight for it a little bit more in an era where. A, a certain type of quarterback maybe wasn't valued the same way. Is there an amount of pride mm-hmm. for you in seeing guys like Lamar and, and others, you know, Jalen Hurts, who didn't have to maybe wait for six rounds to hear their name called, and that maybe the fact that you were able to prove, hey, thi- this thing where you can have two skills, it's actually even better than having one skill, believe it or not. Um, yeah, I, is, I, I, I love to see those guys having success. And I tell them that when I get a chance to see them. I actually know Jayla. I don't know Lamar as well, but I've talked to him. Um, and I've known just about all the other guys. Um, I would guess you would say dual threat um, in the league. And I'm proud that those guys have had the opportunity to be able to showcase their talent. Like you said, when I first came in the league, that wasn't necessarily – uh, you didn't see many other dual threats playing quarterbacks. Cam was drafted uh, same year. Kaepernick, I think that was kind of like the year that it, it started to shift. Um, and not to say that there wasn't dual threats in the league before then, but I just think since then the number of dual threat guys has come along. And um, yeah, like you said, I'm happy for those guys that, to be able to have any opportunities to showcase what they could do. People would not put them in a box per se and just allow them to be themselves, play to their strengths and uh, a lot of them go out there and have fun. I mean, it, it's a it's a complicated game, but at the same time, it's a simple game. And um, a lot of the guys who are fortunate to make it to this level have been doing what they've been doing uh, to get them to that level for a long time. So why take that away from them? Man. Allow them to be themselves and 
and build a team around it. It's been a lot of joy for us to be able to watch it back here, man. <laughs> like it's a lot oh, of for fun. Sure, for sure. At Tyrod sure. Taylor on Twitter is how you follow him, and it's uh, Ty Taylor on Instagram as well. Correct. Yes, sir. Hey, dude, so happy for you. I I know I've told you before, man. You were always a good dude, willing to come out, do events. And I loved every conversation I had. was so happy to see all the success that you've had and continue to have in this league, man. Thank you for taking the time. Congratulations on 10 years uh, being a Super Bowl champion. Really appreciate you doing this, Tyrod. Thank you. Tyrod Taylor, uh, obviously former Ravens quarterback now with the Giants as we continue that 10th anniversary celebration of the Super Bowl 47 title all year long. Ken Zalis is here. He just got a nice gift. Uh, and by gift, I mean he got gift. Like he was, he's going to be a gift. That's, you understand what I'm saying there? You see, all right, anyway. He's going to join us in a second. We're going to make picks. Thank, thanks, Griffin. Appreciate it. Nice sell. Really appreciate that. Uh, he's going to make picks with us here in a minute. And I am going to pay my other penalty this morning as well and what kind of vodka did you come up with uh it's called aristov so it's cheap russian yeah like yeah, it's yeah. a five dollar bottle of yeah, vodka yeah. yes uh well so my my dad used to be a liquor salesman so we mm-hmm. have a lot of uh like old we couldn't have found liquor. a good vodka sitting this around is the house? good this is good vodka. i think it sells for it's like 30 dollars now if oh, you like want it and it's like now it sells in like a glass obviously it's in a plastic bottle as you can see so right. it looks like bottom shelf how i feel about any of this i don't know about how i feel about any it gets of this. you there that's all that's it all i know there. that's all it i know it gets you there Hey, look, uh, we know that gambling can be fun, but there can be a dark side of it as well. So need you to be paying attention to that and thinking about what's going on, not only with yourself, but with other people. You need to set a limit. Stay within it. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. We'll make our picks, and I'll, I'll do this tapeworm shot when we come back in. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. Experience the best in Kamado Grilling, a complete outdoor cooking appliance. The Ginsu Kamado Grill allows anyone to sear, grill, bake, and smoke all types of food. Designed for efficiency and function, the Ginsu Kamado Grill upholds the enduring legacy of the iconic Ginsu brand. The Ginsu Kamado Grill is perfect to cook all year round, is great for parties, and ideal for tailgating with your friends. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill today at ginsugrills.com and get $100 off on your pre-order when you use the promo code tailgate that's ginsugrills.com reserve yours today whether your focus is luxury and comfort convenience and technologically advanced connectivity or sporty performance and aggressive styling we've got the perfect highlander for you check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new highlanders from your local toyota dealer today Join the Maryland Jockey Club at Laurel Park for Christmas Tide Stakes Day on Monday, December 26th. An exciting day of live horse racing awaits you with a whopping six stakes races worth $600,000 in prize money. Plus, enjoy a specially curated stakes buffet, a delicious hot chocolate bar, and hot cider cocktails. It may be cold, but Laurel Park has plenty of horse racing excitement, food, and beverages to keep you warm. 
Don't miss Christmas Tide Steaks Day at Laurel Park. Visit laurelpark.com for more info. Another Orioles season is in the books, and the Bataround was there every step of the way as the Birds posted their first winning season in six years. And after promoting two number one overall prospects in Adley Rutschman and Gunnar Henderson, Mike Elias has said it's liftoff from here. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, and along with my co-host Zach Goodman, we'll be here every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon all off-season, discussing every signing, trade, and waiver claim as we navigate the cold winter months that lead to spring training. You can watch us at youtube.com slash pressboxonline and facebook.com slash Pressbox Sports or listen live at pressboxonline.com slash radio. And if you miss a show, you can find us anywhere you get your podcast. So tune into the Bat Around with Paul Valley and Zach Goodman every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon right here at Pressbox Sports. Need a last minute gift for a kid in your life? How about a membership to the Retriever Kids Club? It includes free youth admission to all regular season UMBC home games plus a t-shirt and a drawstring backpack. Membership is only $35. It's a great deal makes a tremendous holiday gift. Visit umbcretrievers.com slash kids club for more info. Membership is for kids 12 and under. The Retriever Kids Club. Find out more. umbcretrievers.com slash kids club. If you can't listen or watch live, you can subscribe to the show via Spotify, Amazon, or Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Or if lying isn't your thing, we'll take a three-and-a-half-star review too. That sentence is an oxymoron. There is no such thing as a good mayonnaise. It does not exist. Easy over there. Your first. God, ever since Ken retired, he's forgotten how any of this works. Any of it at all. Ken Zalas is here. Uh, good morning. Happy Hanukkah, my friend. Thank you. Thank when you. when does it officially start? Uh, on Sunday? Sunday night. That's what I thought. Yeah. Sunday. 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 Happy Hanukkah to everybody who's celebrating this year. Hey, uh, today's show is brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Suit's starting to feel a little tight. Starting to feel like it's cutting off circulation a little bit around the neck area. Not so great. Not loving that. Um... I have lost the last two weeks of side bets in picks, which not exactly how I drew things up when I uh, jumped out and was rolling along in first place. Of course, when Ken was rolling along in first place earlier this year, did not go well. didn't go well for him either. So we can only hope that John Proctor is setting himself up for a fall as well. Um, the first side bet that I had to pay off was obviously wearing the Jackson DeVille costume. By the way, Ken, you're welcome. You're about to become an internet celebrity. I think that gift oh, will go thank you. everywhere. Can't wait. The next bet that I have to pay off is this tapeworm shot, which looks like just, just pure hell. Um, Griffin, you're going to be making the shot. Ken thinks you screwed up by bringing in regular... I guess Griffin very excited about Maryland playing in the Duke's Mayo Bowl because yeah. he decided to go ahead and get some Duke's Mayo. Yard. What is going on? I don't know. That's... It's what we've had. It's what we've been using. We've been using. No, no, no. I'm not, yeah, I'm not no, worried about. No, I'm not worried, worried about, about me. I'm worried about I, Ken. No, yeah, I know. He I can't know. put his headphones on. He can't talk into a microphone. I can't do anything anymore. What the hell out has of, happened out to of you? Out of sight, out of mind. I'm starting to worry that you went from like a, you know, like when your 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 parents get old. Yeah, no, I'm not. And you have I'm that moment, like you just wake up one day and you're like, oh god, I have to take care of them. Yeah, like I'm starting to worry that I'm gonna have to take care of you the rest of the way. I'm not doing the sponge baths. You're gonna have to hire a professional for that. All right, that's the way. Will you wear the outfit? I will. Okay, I will wear the outfit. I'm good. I will wear the outfit for you. 
All right, uh, uh, Griffin, how are you, pre- like, what is your plan of attack for making this tape? So um, the tapeworm shot is, how is it written out? It is written out as uh, one one ounce of vodka, one ounce of mayonnaise. Um, Equal so parts mayonnaise and yeah, vodka. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I've got a tablespoon here, which is equal to a half ounce. So I got two. So I'll be doing two of these of each, and then it's two of dashes those. of. It calls for Tabasco. Uh, I don't know why I didn't have Tabasco, but we we, we always. My That's brother good. always has Old Bay hot and sauce. So it's the superior hot yeah, sauce. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. And then also black pepper. So is it? I don't know. To Ken's point, without it being the squeeze, I don't know if we're gonna get the yeah, same look. Exactly. Yeah, we're not of gonna the get the worm. We're not gonna get right. The look. Like I don't know if we're gonna get that. But you'll get the taste though. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, that that part. <laughs> God. I, I feel bad. I mean, I'm, I feel as bad as if I had lost, but I feel bad that I posted this picture for you. Yeah, where did this come from exactly? I don't you know. Psychopath? I, just, I just found it like, I don't know. It was either Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I don't know what I was on. You don't know what you were on. No, no. You I were don't. on some sort of dark web somewhere. No, it was one of those three. Um and I just posted it to you. I didn't say I didn't comment. Yeah, but you don't you don't put something out there like that into the ether without it being I just showed it to you. Oh, yeah, you know. Like the other day I was just walking along and I saw a cool shirt at the mall and I texted my friend right, Ken exactly. and I said, Look at this awesome shirt that I saw. I just, you no. Know. You put it out there because you knew exactly what we were doing. What? What? What are you laughing about over there? It's just gross. <laughs> it's br- it's see, brutal. You want to show? You, I, no, how about it's you even, show the you camera. It's even it's it's even worse. Oh, okay. Of yeah. The way that it's being done, because it's just a god. <laughs> god. There's no way you're going to recreate the tapeworm. It's just not going to. It's not going to work. No, it's not. It's not. We we need we needed the squeeze bottle. God. Everything else going on? Oh, Everything's yeah. great. You, got, you know, uh, it didn't snow today. You want to so. help? You want to help me out with the my fantasy conundrum real quick? You know we... what? I while 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 you were uh, playing that interview, I just yes. I just found out that I made the playoffs in a league that I didn't think ah, I did. How about that? And had to enter a lineup. How about that? Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming that I'm playing Aaron Rodgers over Deshaun Watson this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would tell you if I, I know this is probably risky. I would tell you if somehow Mike White is available, he's probably a really good play this week. Really, um, really. I know. I mean, are we confident that? Well, like, they're playing Detroit. My so I'm, I'm between. Do I I, have G, I can start Geno Smith tonight or Tua in Buffalo? The the problem the with snow. both with both White yeah. and Miami is is the weather. I mean, right now again. We're having to do these things on Thursday. Right now, the weather for those games isn't great, even though the matchups are decent enough. Um, By the way, uh, Mike White is not available. Okay, Tyler well, Tyler Huntley is available. Again, we don't. I I, I don't know what to expect from. Ravens Browns could be again one of those typical. That's why I feel like the answer yeah, has to be yeah, Aaron Rodgers. It does. It does. Um, you know, they've been better. Let's put it this way. Last two weeks have been better. Um, you know, I don't I don't love – I've seen a lot of people um, like the Geno Smith thing this week. I don't love it tonight. I, I, Man, I don't know if you guys have heard. Their defense is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, like, it's I pretty mean, good. They're playing lights out. Yeah. Um, I, short week, people are saying, well, it could be kind of kooky and things happen. 
I don't. I don't love Geno Smith. The the spot here for him. What week. is the Darren Waller story this uh, week? They they open the window. We don't. You're not. Ex- we're not expecting him to play. It doesn't sound like it. Okay. Um. I know everybody who got their zero last week. Thank you, uh, Mr. Mm. Moreau. Mm. Um. It's still the funny thing is it's like it's like all the fantasy sites are just. Like they're in unison and mocking everybody who started Moreau last week because it still lists a zero, like his on his projected points funny. for this That's week. Funny. It's sort of funny, but it's not. So they're all expecting Waller to be back. I don't. I don't feel that way. I don't feel as good about it. He would have to have at least a limited today, and and a, and and Friday for me to feel better about so, it. So presuming Waller doesn't play, <laughs> yes, my options would be Dulcich, Hill. Bellinger, Aconquo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, bro. Oh, that? Yeah, oh God! <laughs> what is that? It doesn't look anything like this. It doesn't look anything like the picture. It's, the it's, a, it's because it's it looks be- like I'm doing a shot of dip. Yeah, it's be- it's it's because of the the way the God. I don't even know if this is consu- I might need a spoon in order to consume it. It's, it's just a, it's just a shot. Um I actually, I think the way they've been using Hill, I think you got to go Hill in a decent matchup uh, against Atlanta. Okay. I think he scores a touchdown. Hill, Hill's, Hill's a sneaky kind of like the way tight ends have been. He's a sneaky top five tight end this week. But you're still playing Waller if he plays. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No, I'm no. Not. Okay, I'm not. Right. I'm, pl- I'm playing Hill over all those guys. All right. I mean, we need points. Uh, we, we do. You're right. We, we, we desperately need, we need points. points. And and Waller, let let's call it what. Be it nice. Is. It'd be nice. Let's if, call it what it what it is. Waller wasn't that good before he got. He hurt. wasn't great. No. Okay. He wasn't great. You know. It'd be nice if Saquon Barkley would go back to getting me some points. It would be nice if Mike Evans would go back to getting me oof, some points. He's like, I don't even. I don't like his matchup today. So I mean, I mean, but I can't. Week, I can't start uh, Mac no, Hollins over. No, him. you can't. Not, Can I start Brandon Cooks over Mike Evans? I don't think Cooks plays, so no. Okay, so the answer you is start Chris Moore, maybe. I I, I mean, can't do that. I, can't, I I can do a lot of things. I can do something. I can do anything for love, I mean, but I won't I mean, do that. If you want, if you want to really go out on a limb, um, uh, Jawan Jenkins is available in a lot of leagues. Jawan um, Jennings. Jennings, sorry. Okay. It's, See, it's not a visit from Ken Zalas. Not a visit from KZ with that. Nothing's changed. Um, but I mean, you, you have Debo out. Uh, Jennings, when he was given the opportunity, but do we know who's playing quarterback in that uh, game? Purdy's playing quarterback. Right. I, I don't. I don't like. I didn't see them. And maybe I missed it, but I didn't see them bring up anybody from like the practice squad to their main roster. Yeah. That would have been. Like that would have been the first thing well, they, they have did. Well, Josh be, Johnson. Why would they need to do that? But yeah, but they've if, got Josh Johnson. If Purdy's not going to be active, you need that backup quarterback. So they would have activated somebody from their practice squad or or signed somebody. I don't, and I may have missed it, but I didn't see that this week. So it tells me that they're pretty confident that Purdy's going to play. Okay, so this is straight d- dead on. If Brock Purdy is playing tonight, yes, are you legitimately telling me to play Jawan Jennings over Mike Evans? No. Okay. Okay. I'm telling I'm telling you I'm telling you This is this is oh that is Give I, me a water or something yeah, please. Yeah, you're going to Let me go find something. Yeah, let me see what we got. You're going to need a chaser a on this. God. You can, might as well bring Just, a trash can. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a nightmare. All right. This um, is not to to be fair and I feel bad because that is not what I wanted it to look like. I wanted it to look like the picture. 
Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to look like a the tapeworm. Picture, the picture kind of... I don't even know how to describe... This looks like... And this is, You know what it really looks like? It looks like the inside of a lasagna or like a stuffed yeah, shell. Yeah, something like is that. Is really what it looks it like. Except, except it's mayonnaise! mayonnaise. <laughs> uh, God! Thank God I didn't lose last week. Ah! <laughs> oh, get in here. We got to do this. We're going to make picks. And Ken's got to... Get, I'm, I'm, I'm did good. he find a water? It's not hard. We got a water jug. It seems like it shouldn't be all that difficult. Is he good? Yeah, Carson's getting the water. Come on. Got to do this. Today's show also brought to you. <laughs> <sighs> Today's show is also brought to you. Or how about you just, if you've not still considered, you're signing up for sports betting is legal in the state of Maryland. Pressboxonline.com slash offers is where you find all of the best sign-up incentives, including $5. You make a $5 bet, you get $200 in free bets from DraftKings. Or $1,000 worth of risk-free bets from BetMGM. Time's limited. To get the best offers, go to pressboxonline.com slash offers and sign up today. All right. Here's to swimming with bow-legged women. Are you going to video it? Is that the plan here? All right. Uh, uh, cheers. May I never lose again. Oh, oh, may you never lose again. May I never lose again. Here's the tapeworm shot. Oh, God. <laughs> putting it to my mouth is going to be difficult. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I really thought I was gonna puke. <laughs> I oh was, god! I was serious about the trash can. Uh, uh. Ah! That's so gross. Good. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Oh, I'm impressed. oh my god! I'm not I'm very impressed. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm know. not remotely kidding. I don't know if I could have done oh, it. Oh god! I, yeah, that was when I say that I legitimately, for a moment believed it was about to come back up all over oh. my computer oh. that's all we... over our microphone all over like oh. i legitimately had to like swallow something back down that's why we put the computer in front of you so because you had no choice. Oh. because it was about to go everywhere oh god oh that is i i I'll, don't I'll, lose again i'll stop <sighs> suggesting things <laughs> jeremy khan's gotten me to put some things in my mouth over the years you know, well, that's you, know. you got some mayonnaise that's under your nose. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> good. And save it for later. Oh god. Ah! <laughs> okay. So, because why not? You're not going to be here next week. You're out of town, so I'm, you don't have to worry I'm, about. Uh, yeah, you, I'm gone for a couple weeks. When, oh, yeah, well, nice, nice. But you could do it privately. I could. The uh, suggestion that was made. There are two suggestions that were made. Um, and and Carson had some ideas as well. Carson, are you going to participate in our side bet this week? Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. All right. I'll do it. Two suggestions. Oh, God. Now there's pepper, like, in my teeth. And, like, that alone doesn't bother me, but, like, it's, it, like, I the pepper now tastes like the shot. You know what I mean? It's like, like mayonnaise? It's all of it. Imagine it's, having a pepper mayonnaise sandwich. God! Ah! Somehow... I don't know what it is about the mayonnaise with the vodka. Like, I hate mayonnaise, but I think I would rather have eaten that sandwich than what I just did. Really? I think. That, uh, I think. I don't know. I yeah, have to I, think about that. Yeah, oh. That shot looked very, yeah, that very... Was, oh. That was sinister. I, I <laughs> the, was, the one good thing, I guess, is oh, that it's... Oh, I'm sorry I didn't burp into the microphone. I'm so sorry. It was so very unprofessional of me. <laughs> is that it was... It's one and done, so you just have... Quickly, if you, you get that shot down. Oh. I had to eat that sandwich over like an hour. Yeah, this, this okay. is long term. All right, with that yeah. in mind, 
two suggestions that were made. The first suggestion was that the loser would have to consume an entire panettone during the course. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the panettone. It's a version of a fruitcake that they sell at the grocery stores. It's that giant oh box God. that you see on your way out that you're like, what the hell is that? And has anyone ever actually purchased that thing? I, I don't know. I can't. I physically couldn't do it. I could it, do that. I bet you could. I physically could not. I could oh, not. Oh, easy. Yeah. Oh, um, easy. The suggestion, I, I would I would not be able to. I would have, there would just be no way. It, I would not be physically capable no, no. of doing that. I, I would need like a half hour. Like over the course okay, of like. Just because uh, you're a, you're, you're you're like 20 years yeah. old, Carson. Looks, like, I looks, mean, for God's sake. It looks very dry. Yes. It's extraordinarily dry. Yeah. A glass of water. It couldn't be drier. We can say no I believe water. people typically pair it with like ice cream or something like that. Yeah, when they, that when I, I say that. I've never actually seen a human consume Pentatone, so I don't know that, but I think that would be the play. The other suggestion that was made was that the loser would have to chug a quart of eggnog. Now, now, that sounds like a good idea until I searched chug a quart of eggnog on Twitter or on whatever it was on Google and found out the first thing that came up was a story about somebody having to go to the emergency yeah. room after chugging, a, winning a eggnog okay. chugging contest. Well, so I said... We're not going to do well, that. Well, only a quart. Thank you, Griffin. Thank you. Yeah. The suggestion then would be that over the course of two hours, a gallon. You have to not a, not a Go gallon, ahead. a pint. <laughs> okay. A pint of eggnog over two hours. Hmm. You're in. Sure. Carson's yeah. in. That's no problem. For, I mean, I'm I mean, gonna, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I despise I'm, I'm, eggnog. I am. Disgusting. It is so truly gross. There is just no way that this is a good idea. Um. Oh, God, I'm still tasting the shot. I'm sorry. Um, but I will do it. KZ, would you be willing to play the home version? Or you could wait until after the holidays to come back in and pay off your, your penalty during the course of the I don't the know if I can actually do it. It's a pint. It's not, you know. I think you could do it. It's over the course of a two-hour show. You'd be able to do it. Maybe if I use a straw. I mean. You, or you could do like a spoon. A like pretty, a milkshake. Like you, a thick yeah, milkshake. You, yeah. need, you, need, you, need, you need. Yeah, we, uh, it's, it's fine. All right, KZ's in. I'm going to check with Proctor and see if he's right. in because he's been in for the last couple. He just hasn't lost. That son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm really getting sick of this guy. I am. Re uh, Proctor is in as well. Let's all go. right, so the five of us are all in. Loser has to chug a quart of eggnog. Right, we're doing the eggnog, not the panettone. We're not doing the pan I could not. I physically could not do the panettone. <laughs> I would not be capable of doing it. All right, uh, we're getting to the nitty gritty when it comes to picks. It's uh, getting it's getting late early, as the kids might say. It's interesting now uh, because everybody stinks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, right. and, and oh, and because Steck is not technically got, dead yet. had a had a good week. Like uh, I, he had a mildly good week. Well, he had six wins, but it's not like he went like nine and zero and dramatically only, got himself. But he's only in. five games out of the worm. Now. That is true. He is five. So games it's out like of the worm. we have lots of weeks left. We have, but we only have a few more weeks left of nine picks. That that's true. And we don't do bonus points for playoff games. I or understand. Like that. Here's where we are. John Proctor running away with it. Three games under 500. <laughs> Just not a great sign. That <laughs> three games under 500 is good enough to be leading our competition. 63 and 66. Myself, Casey, and Griffin all two games back at 61 and 68. Uh, then you find Kyle three games back at 60 and 69. Paul Valley is four games back and now nearly as close to the bottom as he is to the top. Paul Valley, the vice worm, four games back at the top of the table, only five games in front of the worm. Andrew Stetka is, 
as Ken pointed out, Andrew Stecka had the best record last week at six and three. Mm. So he made a small dent into his deficit. A couple of weeks ago, he was eleven back. Just saying. Was he really eleven back of? He was like vice worm. He was. I, uh, no, yeah, oh, he was oh, an eleven oh, vice worm. I think he was. I think he was only ever like eight or nine back of vice worm. I don't think he was ever that far back of vice worm. He was that far back of first. Maybe obviously. so. Maybe so. All right. He's fifty-four and seventy-five. So obviously, at the top of the table, playing for a little bit of cash. The bottom of the table, we are playing to avoid being the one that's got to come in here and eat a worm burger. I still, if I thought that shot was bad. Uh, also, we'll have to dress Make a tapeworm burger. Oh. Imagine if you had made oh a worm. Imagine if we made a worm burger and put mayonnaise on it. <laughs> Actually, I, you know what? No, I think that would make it better no. somehow. Yeah, somehow. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We're not Ugh. doing that. Uh, also, they will address as the worm Dennis Rodman, perform Scotty Two Hotties' famous worm, and then get stink faced Rikishi style. That is the season long penalty. This week, the side bet loser has to consume a pint of eggnog. Loser and losers, loser and ties, has to consume a pint of eggnog during the course of a show. Everybody good? Picks are brought to you this week by UMBC Basketball, the UMBC women in action this Sunday at home against American. And then the big one is the UMBC men take on Vermont on New Year's Day. Yeah, New Year's Day. The best place to be will be the Peak, Chesapeake Employers Insurance Arena, to check out the Retrievers as they take on Vermont. Rematch of last year's America East Championship game. Get your tickets right now by going to UMBCRetrievers.com. I know I just said we're about to do picks, but I just realized we really need to take a break. So we're going to grab a break. I'm sorry. Then we're going to make our picks. I just realized it is 11.02, and I have taken one break. We are in trouble. Break picks. Glenn Clark Radio. Join the Maryland Jockey Club at Laurel Park for Christmas Tide Stakes Day on Monday, December 26th. An exciting day of live horse racing awaits you with a whopping six stakes races worth $600,000 in prize money. Plus, enjoy a specially curated stakes buffet, a delicious hot chocolate bar, and hot cider cocktails. It may be cold, but Laurel Park has plenty of horse racing excitement, food, and beverages to keep you warm. Don't miss Christmas Tide Stakes Day at Laurel Park. Visit laurelpark.com for more info. Come experience Maryland's number one sportsbook this NFL season at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, the ultimate place for any sports enthusiast. Take advantage of our 24-7 kiosks, massive video screens, and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. With more money paid out than anyone around, make every moment more at the new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. The weather outside is really unpleasant, so it's time to warm up with some comfort classics this winter at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. Try the twisted ribs and wings combo. It's two full pounds of meat, the mac and cheese bites, Mr. Richard's meatloaf, the citrus salmon, the winter spinach salad, and for dessert, here's internet radio personality Griffin Bass to tell you about the bourbon butter cake. Oh my god, it's so good. Pair it with a blood orange bourbon cider or a devil's backbone cranberry smash. Place your order now at glorydaysgrill.com Glory Days Grill great food good sports that first sip that first bite mm. starts your day off right with a delicious breakfast at royal farms choose from a fantastic selection of fresh royal farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world at royal farms breakfast is available day and night 
It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Stan the Fan here, welcoming back one of my favorite sponsors, the Costas Inn. And everybody around Baltimore knows the Costas Inn is a great place to go and grab crabs, steaks, salads, soups, whatever's on your mind to eat in person. But did you know that the Costas Inn has upped their game? They are now one of the premier takeout places in Baltimore. Give them a call now to order your food, 410-477-1975. That's the Costas Inn, over 4100 North Point Boulevard. Looking for a simple holiday meal? Try Chick-fil-A Catering. From Chick-fil-A nuggets to mac and cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details. Tune in to Simply the Bets every Tuesday and weekend at Bookies every other Thursday at 11.40 a.m. And if you really have nothing better to do, Keep listening to this show, too. Yeah, Jeremy Kahn went 9-0 and last night with the picks that he gave you at PressBoxOnline.com. Seems like you should maybe be playing along with Jeremy Kahn. I can't because I'm his cooler. Like, by, by <laughs> legally not allowed to. But everybody else should probably be playing along with Jeremy Kahn. 9-0 and last night. Again, you find his picks every day at PressBoxOnline.com. KZ is here. Today's show is also brought to you by ooh, this is going to be brought to you by the Baltimore County Police Department where they are still collecting unwrapped toys and non-perishable food items. You can stop by any of the Baltimore County Police Department precincts this week to drop them off and if you or someone you know is thinking about a career change, want to be want to be the change that you want to see in the uh, police community, find out more by going to joinbaltimorecountypd.com. They are hiring $10,000 signing bonus, uh, cadet salary starting over $30,000, officer salary starting over $60,000. Great opportunity for you to join the Baltimore County Police Department. Join Again, if I can pass the test, and I believe the full video is now available at uh, youtube.com slash pressboxonline, if I can pass the test, anyone can pass the test. Pressboxonline.com slash video as well if you want to see that. But join BaltimoreCountyPD.com for the Baltimore County Police Department. All right, where are we starting for picks this week? We will start two nights on Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football, 8-15. It is the 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks, and the Seahawks are getting three points at home uh, against Brock Purdy, who is expected to play, I believe. But Debo Samuel is not. Yes, Debo Samuel will not be playing. This makes it tough, right? Like, the defense has been so good, and the, this feels like a trap. This feels like like it's a Thursday night road game. What are you doing? You know better than to pick a team that's giving three points on the road on a Thursday night. You just feel like you have to because the 49ers' defense has been so infallible that how do you pick against them? And then the Debo Samuel thing, although, again, like they have other weapons. Um, God, I guess I have to go Seahawks here. I, I wish it was over three points. Like I wish it was three and a half. <sighs> Got a pint of eggnog on the line. I know there. that's that makes it all the more difficult. God, um, man, why do I always have to go first with this? I hate this. I'll go first. You want to go any, first anytime you want. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um. I, I, I agree with you, uh, but this feels pushy to me. 
Um, Seattle has not played as well offensively. They haven't. Um, as they have earlier in the year, Geno's starting to look like Geno, um, you know, making a lot of mistakes. And on a short week, they could get ugly, so I think the mistakes continue. I'm going to take the 49ers because of their defense. There, now you're not first. I know, and I'm gonna go, feel gonna go second. Yeah, you go, you go next. <laughs> all right. Um, I've been, man, I've loved the 49ers all season, and I feel like every time they've been in this, I picked them, and they've pretty much always, always covered. Uh, but this just feels, this just feels weird too. A short week. They're in Seattle. Um, 49ers. I mean, they've been banged up all season, and it hasn't mattered. But I mean, now it seems like it might finally catch up to them. And I like, I like Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf a lot, and I think. It's they're, they're gonna have, but the, one of them's gonna have a huge game, or both of them. Um, so I'm gonna, I, I think Ken's right. It feels pushy, uh, but whenever that feels that way, I gotta take take the team getting points. <sighs> Seahawks for me. I'm not gonna go down picking against the 49ers. I, that's that's what this comes down to. I'm not gonna go down picking against the team whose defense has been red. I I, I don't like anything about this, but 49ers is the pick. Carson, uh, I'm I'm going Seahawks. I like Kenneth Walker. I think yes. he's a, quite the weapon, and I, I don't know. I, I think the Seahawks are going to find a little something, get back on track offensively. Right. Give me the Seahawks minus three, plus three. Seahawks plus yes. three. Yes, yes, significantly Even different. Even yes. better. Yeah, uh, all right, so it is uh, me and Carson on the Seahawks, along with Andrew Stetka, mm. which normally we would say you don't want that. Yeah. I mean, he was hot last week. So. Um, everybody else is on the San Francisco 49ers. <sighs> Uh, next up on Saturday, Saturday night, Miami is going to snowy Buffalo after putting space heaters on the sideline in LA. They will now be going up to Buffalo, uh, where Buffalo is favored by seven points Saturday night. I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, how snowy are we talking about at this point? 15 inches was the last report. Wow. Really? It's the last report I saw. So that becomes... But I'm playing Gino, right, over Tua? Yeah, I mean... Okay. Uh, that becomes like legitimately don't if they're really playing in, and when is the snow supposed to hit? I'm looking it up right now because that matters too. Like if the snow is supposed to hit tomorrow night, then they can clear it all off the field by Saturday night. If it's still supposed to be snowing on Saturday night, then it's a completely different story. This is really tricky for me, and almost entirely comes down to the snow situation because if they're playing in 15 inches of snow. I'm, I'm. I don't think they're playing in 15 inches of snow. I think. I think the snow is more tonight and tomorrow. But mm, it looks like it is going to start overnight Friday uh, into Saturday, and I'm not sure when it's supposed to end. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. They get those lake effects. Yeah, it will. It looks like it's going to be snowing. While. Yeah, snow in the evening. It will diminish into showers overnight. So it, it will be snowing during the game, and it will be snowing all day. Um, I ha- Miami. I'm not seeing I'm not seeing 15 inches, but there will be Miami. Snow. There's just too many goofy things yeah. going on there for me to take a team to win by more than a touchdown. Miami. It's where I went as well. I, I don't like picking against the Bills, but I, I and I know Miami has looked just dreadful for two weeks now um, offensively. But if you're going to be playing in snow and bad weather, it means it's a ground game. It's not the forte of what um, right. What Buffalo does, uh, Miami can run the ball, even though um, it looks like Wilson is going to be out, which is the guy that I would rather have run the ball in that type of weather. But I'll I'll take the seven points and I'll take Miami. Griffin, uh, I am uh, I'm going to go the opposite way. Uh, I I I think the Bills 
it, it also feels a little pushy, but I think the Bills. Uh, so I, I, I'm gonna contradict what I just said. Yes, yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you are. But uh, I think the Bills are a much better team. I don't know if the Dolphins are gonna really be. I mean, after what we saw, he's a man Sunday who believes nights. in nothing. Is what yeah, we're learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> believes in nothing at all. Well, he took two picks for him to go to the yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Remember that thing I was saying that I always do. I don't always do. <laughs> I'm taking the Bills minus seven because uh, they're better, and the Dolphins. I don't think they're ready for uh, this this snow Dy- and this the freezing cold. I'm taking them because they're better. Yeah. Dynamite, Carson. Uh, I don't. I'm not uh, sold on Miami, especially after what I'm we've not seen. And I'm looking at this cold weather game, and I, I, I give me the Bills. Uh, myself, Carson on the Bills, along with Kyle, and once again, Andrew Stetka mm, ooh, is boy. with, uh, with ooh, us on the Bills. Boy. Everybody else, John, Paul, uh, and you two on the Dolphins. Right. You two is picking you the two. Dolphins? That seems strange. <laughs> I don't know why we asked for their opinion. It's like when they I put that record out. on our iPhones. <laughs> we were like, we don't want this. I mean, nobody asked. Uh, to Sunday at 1 o'clock on Fox, Dallas Cowboys at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars are getting four and a half at home. Against the Cowboys. Oh man, that one's interesting, right? Mm. Jaguars team that's looked pretty good. Cowboys team that didn't look very good last week. Get four and a half points at home. Oh my, I want to bite. I really want to bite here. Ah, ah. Maybe I shouldn't because the Cowboys were tested last week, and that that probably was enough for them to like learn their lesson and be better from it, and. Ay, 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 ay. I'm. God, I really hate this. I really. Can we not do picks anymore? Can we just call it? I'm okay not winning. Um. Ah, hell. I'll bite. Jaguars. I'm wearing the effing costume. <laughs> You're wearing the costume. Start, start doing right. some air humps. Yeah, right. Um, I'm going to take Dallas. Uh, the, the Jaguars, everybody wants them to be good because they got. You know, some young talent. They got rid of the coach that didn't know what he was doing. They looked pretty good last week. They did. But then you look at the previous two weeks and they were. I don't know if you remember. They beat the Ravens. I'm not sure if you um, were around for that. I don't think if you remember, but they really weren't that good against the Ravens. More that the Ravens stunk. Um, I don't don't really believe in the Jaguars. And now that they're going to face a good team, Dallas kind of thought they were going to throw their helmets on and. On the field last week, I don't think they do it this week, and I'll take Dallas big. Uh, I agree with you 100%, Ken. I f- this kind of feels like the Bears game, the Bears-Cowboys game a couple weeks ago. You got a young, exciting quarterback and uh, going, going, going against the Cowboys, but I think the Cowboys are just going to show who they are, and they're probably going to score 50 again and uh, win big. And Jags, you know, probably score a lot too, but nowhere near 50, so Cowboys. Yeah, um, people forget that the – Jaguars lost forty to fourteen to the Lions just two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm making a bold prediction. I'm saying twelve targets, eight receptions for CeeDee Lamb. Doesn't help you give in me, any way. Give me the Cowboys. No, not, it helps no. me in my fantasy playoffs. Okay. <laughs> That's why we're doing it. All right. Uh, we have almost everyone is on the Cowboys. Glenn is on the Jags. So is Paul Valley. Okay, we're jagging off. Yeah, you Paul and I <laughs> like to get we like to get together sometimes and jag off. You know. <laughs> Uh, next game, Detroit Lions at the New York Football Jets so on CBS. Jets are getting one point, a singular point at home for the Jets. I hate this one, too. I really hate every pick this week. There's not a pick that I feel good about. Um, man. 
Like I, there is so much danger in fully buying into the Lions, right? There's so much danger in that. But just, I'm just gonna swat Lions. So I don't like to take indoor teams going outdoors in really cold and what could be pretty windy conditions um, against a defense that's really, really good. Golf has traditionally, when you pressure him, hasn't been great. Um, I really like the Lions. I'm buying into what they're building. Um, I just like the Jets' defense a lot more with with as frigid as it's going to be this weekend in New York. So I'm going to take the Jets. That makes me worry when you bring up the weather, but I mean, I, I, I was I was in on the lines. I think I'm I'm I'm, bu- I'm buying in. I don't care. Uh, right. Dan Campbell and the lines. Let him hurt you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, let the lines hurt me. I'll feel. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be just like a Lions fan the last twenty years. Correct. Uh, so I'm. Well, I don't even know if they've really been hurt all that much. I think it's just, just expected. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Jets. Give me the Jets. Who else? Uh, all right. It a uh, pretty even split. Myself and Glenn and Paul and John Proctor on the Lions. Then you have Kyle, Stecka, Ken, and Carson. I don't think that Stecka and I have made a similar pick yet this no, week. No, y'all haven't. And I'm not sure how I feel about yeah, that. I have no tough. idea how I feel about that. <laughs> Usually yet. you'd feel pretty I'd good. I'd be feeling great yeah, until but. of late when I've been the one that's been garbage and he's been red hot. Uh, now into the 4 o'clock window, New England Patriots at the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, this one's on Fox, and the Raiders are favored by also a singular point at home. I mean, who knows? Like, who the F knows? What do you make of any of this? I know. It's going to be the Patriots. The Raiders seemed like they were figuring something out a couple weeks ago, and then, you know, <sighs> the Thursday night debacle occurred. The Patriots ultimately ended up, you know, blowing out the Cardinals a little bit, but it didn't happen until Kyler Murray got out of the game. And I'm just going to take the home team because I don't like either one of these teams. Give me the Raiders. You and I are on the opposite end of things this week. Oh, boy. Um, I, I can't remember the exact stat, but Belichick does not treat his former protégés very, very nicely but when he they used play to, each other. But he used to have a... You know, a quarterback. I understand to do that, that but but like they go and they think they know all of his tricks, and he's like, "Oh, well, here's the one I didn't show you." And I, I just, I, I'm, I'm not buying in to Vegas at all. I just uh, that there's something. Maybe it's the head coach. I don't know what it is. There's something missing from that team. Derek Carr. Well, I don't, I don't know what it is because there's a lot of talent there. But their offensive line has been brutal. I, I'll take the Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots as well. Mac Jones loves playing on the road. I think his his career QBR on the road is over 11 and 11 and a half points higher uh, on the road than at home. Uh, so Patriots for all the reasons Ken said, and Mac Jones likes the road. So Carson. Uh, yeah, people point fingers all the uh, you know coming into this week about the Patriots defense, and people forget that it was against the Cardinals backup, and Kyler Murray wasn't in the game. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders at home, and I think that Nate Hobbs gets an interception too. I don't even know who that is, so. Mac Jones like Mac Jones is better on the road, Carson. Wait, he's a wide receiver. One of the, one of the, deep, one of the DBs. If you say so. One of the DBs on the, on the Raiders. So. Uh, Glenn, I happen to like him. Just, what, is he a close personal friend to you? No, he's just, just one of the one player that I think is a little underrated. Never heard that name in my life. All right, so does this still count as a lone wolf uh, since Carson Carson's technically not part of the picks contest? No, but you it's not be a lone wolf, lone right. wolf. Well, you are no. the you and Carson are the only two on the Raiders. All right, so. good. It's, I need to steal a point. Although I've I've only had a lone wolf this year, I'm zero for two. So not a good sign for your boy. Good to hear. Good to hear. Not Everybody great. else is on the Patriots. Uh, uh, Tennessee 
Titans at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers coming off a big Sunday night win. Uh, this one's at 425 on CBS. The Chargers are three-point favorites at home. This one's tough, right? The Chargers aren't good at stopping the run. The Titans aren't good at stopping the pass. So, so how, what do you do here? Three, you said, is the number? 3.0. I don't believe in either of these teams, but I'll just take the Chargers because they're at home. Yeah, that's where I am as well. I, I think that you can be more, you know, the, the, the Titans just can't stop anybody at all through the air. And you you got all your weapons back for the Chargers. They've looked, they looked really good last week. I, I'll, I'll take the Chargers. I don't like it, but I'll take them. Uh, I am taking the Chargers as well. I feel, I guess I feel a little bit better about it than you guys. Titans, I don't know, going on the road, whatever. Um, I'm taking the Chargers. Justin Herbert looked really good, and he's got all those receivers back. So, yeah, Chargers. I think uh, after seeing what I saw last week, give me the Chargers. Pretty confident in them. I think they got too many weapons. All right. Clean sweep in this room. Everybody Ooh. not in this room oh. is on the opposite side. Wait, really? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's yeah. wild. That is a weird bit. Paul, that is a really <laughs> weird bit. <laughs> Paul, cool. John, Kyle, and Andrew Stecco all on the all Titans. Right, well, the four of us on right. the Chargers. We're in the midst of picks. If you, uh, by the way, you can take these picks, the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. And do exactly the opposite. And yes, win money. fade them. <laughs> you would be smart this season if you were picking against us because no matter who you chose to fade, you'd be on top for the year. That's the way it would be. Uh, FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel is the best place to watch and bet on every sporting event. And through Sunday, RoboKeeper is still there. You can go to our TikTok page, Glenn Clark Radio, and see Griffin and I's Miserable attempts against Robo Keeper yesterday. It's you it don't be was, enough. That's probably what it was, Griffin. We went a combined likes. 0 for 8 against Robo Keeper. Apparently, not a lot of success being had against Robo Keeper. We were informed that uh, the the leader in the clubhouse had one goal. I said, "Wow, uh, you get five shots, uh, and the winner each day, the high water mark each day, wins." $5,000 in your FanDuel account. And you automatically get a $25 free bet in the casino, I believe, right? I, I don't know anything sport? about that, but sure, we'll go with it. When's it there until? We'll go with, until Sunday, through Sunday in the World Cup Finals. So make sure you get to the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. You know a soccer player that you think wants to take yeah, a shot I, at? I, I may you, know a few. You know, you, know, you know one or two? I don't know if there's an age requirement for I it. Know. I don't know if that's the I case. Um, but uh, you got to try to go upper 90. Like, I realize that there, you cannot beat RoboKeeper doing anything other than exactly. Yeah, I saw you try and go on to the right on the ground. Yeah, the ground. went for that. It seemed like smart play. But yeah, I, I didn't think you could get that low. RoboKeeper is covering some ground, man. <laughs> RoboKeeper's all over it. Again, Acklin Clark Radio on TikTok if you want to see our miserable efforts. Next game. Next game, Cincinnati Bengals are going uh, to Tampa Bay to play Tom Brady. This one's at 425 on CBS. And the Buccaneers are getting three and a half points at home against Joe Burrow this is this this feels reverse locky to me like this feels like everybody on the planet is going to pick the Bengals because they look like rock stars and the Buccaneers look like garbage and somehow some way this ends up being the game where the Buccaneers like Tom Brady becomes Tom Brady again I just can't do it Bengals I was there and I actually text Griffith Griffin um I'm going to switch. I'm going to take the, the hook, and I'm going to take Tampa. I, I Cincinnati's a little bit beat up. They're going to be without probably two of their top three wide receivers mm. uh, this week. and they they, okay. That's okay. They have Trenton Irvin. Yes. 
and they still can't. Irwin, right? Irwin. Irwin yeah. is yeah. that what his name yeah, is? Irwin. Who, yeah. would who, who would know? Who would know? Who would know? And they still they still can't protect Burrow, and Tampa can get after the quarterback a little bit. So I'm going to take Tampa here. Uh, I'm staying on the Bengals. I mean, same thing. Uh, they just look they look too good, and the Bucks look too too bad. So uh, I'm taking the Bengals as well. I like Tampa. I, I think uh, yeah. Give me give me Brady. I'm I'm taking Brady. Uh, all right, Carson and Ken on the Buccaneers, along with John Proctor. Everybody else is on the Cincinnati Bungles. Oh boy! All right, all right. This does feel reverse locky. I am like it, it. Just it. It's one of those things that as bad as Tampa has looked, all of a sudden, like with five minutes left in the game, they make it closer. They win if if they're given the opportunity. Right, too, right, right. Yep. It just it's you. just been weird. I hear you. Uh, Sunday Night Football on NBC, New York Giants and the Washington Commanders. Commanders had, they played the Giants and tied, went on by, and now they get the Giants again. Uh, interesting schedule. I want them to tie so badly again. <laughs> It'd be really great. It, it is uh, the Commanders <laughs> minus four and a half at home. <sighs> that feels big, doesn't it? It does feel big. I. God, we got to move along. Um. I really don't know what to make of that. Like, I, I think the Commanders win, but I don't like the four. And I, 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 Giants. Feels like the type of line that they're begging you to take the Giants. Like, it doesn't make sense because they just tied two mm-hmm. weeks ago. The only thing that's changed But is the Commanders are coming off a bye. It's just, Giants haven't. They've been. It, they're 0 3 and 1 in their last four. Like, I actually. Yeah. I get it. I get it. They got blown out by the Eagles. It's like yeah, and and that's that's part of it. It's like they got blown out by the Eagles, so they're awful again. I'm gonna take Washington. All right. Uh, I'm taking the commies as well. Left hand up. Uh, Who are stop. we? Don't don't don't. We're not we're not we're not rooting for them. We're not suddenly not doing that. For the commanders. Stop. Carson. Um. I although there's been some talk about Chase Young coming back this week uh, I I still think I was not expecting a line where they give the commanders four and a half points give me the Giants okay uh, all right it's the Giants who get the four and a half points that's I said the commanders giving I, I okay oh sorry my bad my bad my that's bad right. my fault that's okay come on Clint. sorry uh, Glenn and Carson on the no, no, Giants. no you said it the wrong way I was right you said they give the commanders four and a half points. The commanders Go. are giving the points. They're right, yeah, the commanders giving the points. The Giants you, getting the points. Right, but you're saying they gave oh, the gotta commanders move along. the who's points. All, who's all watched it? Who's all the Giants? Uh, me, Ken, uh, Paul are the only ones on the commanders. Me, Ken, and Paul are the only ones on the commanders. Right. Glenn, John, Kyle, Andrew Statka, and Carson on the Giants. We are all over the place. We this are. Week. Really, we really have, are. I mean, like, very all over the place. There's been, like, two games. There's been... No one that there's been any amount of uniformity here. Uh, last game on the slate. It is Saturday afternoon at four thirty. Baltimore Ravens going into Cleveland. Back to back road games for the Ravens, and they're back to they've been underdogs in both. Uh, Cleveland minus two and a half against the Ravens. Weird that the number hasn't moved much, despite the fact that we have more confidence that Tyler Huntley's going to play. Um, as long as Tyler Huntley's playing, I'm taking the Ravens to win outright. So yeah, give me the Ravens to cover. Um, I'll take the Ravens. I, I don't think the Browns are a good football team. Watson is still learning how to play quarterback again. Um, Cooper may be out. I'll take the Ravens and the points. Yeah, I think the Ravens defense has a big day. Um, I also think they should win outright, especially if Huntley plays. Uh, so I'm on Ravens. Yeah, Watson's had a lot of growing pains so far. I don't know if you can call them growing pains, but mm. pains for sure. And uh, give me the Ravens. Made some throws in the second half last week, like. 
you, you started to see something that kind of makes you a bit nervous, but yeah. not enough. Um, it is a clean sweep, all of us. All right, Ravens. So we are finally, all homers. finally some yeah. uniformity there. All right, very good. Uh, KZ, love you, buddy. Love you. At fans you fantasy great. on Twitter. Thank you, pal. Thank you. You want? Do you want to? Do you want a pelvic thrust for the road? Or? No, I'm no? good. <laughs> you sure. I'm good. Sure? I, 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 I can always look at the pictures. All right. Yeah, and, uh, and gifs, and just remember GIFs. the magic of the moment. Yes. Uh, appreciate you coming in. Uh, hopefully you lose, and then we'll have to see you in here in a couple of weeks to do uh, some eggnog uh, consumption. I, I, I may come back in a couple of weeks, but. Hopefully it's not for that. I hope you. I hope it is. All right, buddy. Appreciate you. That's Ken Zalas. He's with us for picks. When we come back in, Stacey Dales from NFL Network will join us. She is working Ravens-Browns on Saturday. That's next, Glenn Clark Radio. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit. Stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution, and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. What's up, everyone? This is Tyus Bowser, and I'm excited to tell you that I'm back for season two of the Tyus Bowser Show in partnership with Pressbox and Great Ace Memorabilia. Join us on Tuesday nights throughout the season as I'll be heading all over town with my special guests. And of course, our co-hosts, Glenn and Rita. What is Rita and Glenn? What is it? I look forward to meeting you guys and talking a little bit about football and a lot about life. And if you happen to miss the show, you can now catch a replay Friday nights on 1057 The Fan. Get all of your details for the Tyus Bowser Show right now at Pressbox online.com slash bowser the next tyus bowser show is tuesday january 3rd at guilford hall brewery 1611 guilford avenue in station north it's brought to you by maryland vascular specialist and the all-new ginsu kamado grill Sports betting has come to Maryland, and we're ready to help you win some money. Tune in for Simply the Bets every Tuesday morning at 1140. FanDuel Sportsbook GM Leon Twyman and VEASAN's Aaron Oster join the guys every week to give you all of the info you need and offer you a few winners. And every other Thursday at 1140, tune in for Weekend at Bookies as Andrew Stecka and Alloy Sports Brad Cronthal help make you some money for the weekend. So come win some money with us on Simply the Bets every Tuesday and Weekend at Bookies every other Thursday. Brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. Watch at YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. The weather outside is really unpleasant, so it's time to warm up with some comfort classics this winter at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. Try the twisted ribs and wings combo. It's two full pounds of meat, the mac and cheese bites, Mr. Richard's meatloaf, the citrus salmon, the winter spinach salad, and for dessert, here's internet radio personality Griffin Bass to tell you about the bourbon butter cake. Oh my god, it's so good. Pair it with a blood orange bourbon cider or a devil's backbone cranberry smash. Place your order now at glorydaysgrill.com glorydaysgrill.com Great food, good sports. Check out Jeremy Kahn's daily picks at PressBoxOnline.com as he tries to find you daily winners. And speaking of winners, here's a man who once won a media curling contest. And I don't think anything else. 
He's Glenn Clark. Hey, if you're looking for a simple holiday meal, try Chick-fil-A catering. From Chick-fil-A nuggets to mac and cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options, sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details. Getting ready for Ravens-Browns this Saturday afternoon. Joining us now, she will be working the broadcast for NFL Network, and you'll also see it locally on WBAL Channel 11. She is Miss Stacy Dales, and she's back with us now here on GCR. Stacy, it's Glenn in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you as always. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes, and happy holidays to you. Hey, Glenn. Thanks for having me, uh, you and Griff, and uh, happy holidays back. It's hard to believe we're in week 15. Yeah, I, I'm going to ask... I'm going to ask you this question. I, I'm assuming because, you know, when you work the sidelines this late in the season, you do have to know the answer to this. What What are you expecting <laughs> the weather to be like in Cleveland on Saturday afternoon and early evening? Well, I'm expecting it to be super cold. You know, it's right there by the lake yeah. and the water. We're going to get a bunch of flurries, I'm guessing. I'm going to be over-prepared. I've already packed my layers. I'm actually getting ready to jump on a Cleveland Browns Zoom calls here in a second after I get off the, uh, the line with you. And, uh, you know, it, it should be a great game. It's always a battle between these two teams. I think any game in the AFC North, uh, you know, historically is um, brutally physical. And at this time of the year, you know, both teams are love to run the football, and that's what they're going to try to do against each other. So uh, we'll see. But it's obviously a very important game for Baltimore as they kind of push through this, this season neck and neck with a, a really hot Cincinnati Bengals team. I mean – I think our power rankings group at NFL Network has them up in the top five right now, and it's for a good reason. I know they've been banged up at receiver, but uh, this division always amazes me, and it's always a little different each year, but uh, Baltimore needs to win this game. Yeah, there's no question about it. Your point that you're bringing up right now, we've been talking about it this week. Like, It's a very tough spot the Ravens find themselves in where they, they can get things together, they can battle through injuries, they can be resourceful. But if they even lose one game, and losing a road game in Cleveland is not the end of the world in most scenarios, but the way the Bengals are playing right now, that truly could prove to be the difference in whether you win this division or not. Well, yeah, and there's no question about it, and they still have to play each other. I mean, right now, obviously, Baltimore has the tiebreaker, but uh, you know, if you look at what the Bengals' schedule is up against, um, who is Tampa Bay? That's who they face this weekend. Uh, New England? Buffalo is a tough game in Baltimore, so they don't have an easy trip down, you know, to close out this season either. But um, they have to see each other in the last week of the year, which could be an ultimate determiner of, you know, who, who gets that, you know, buy in the first round and who has to face somebody in the wild card. So, you know, this is this is a critical game. I think every game is a critical game for teams vying at the top um, and especially in a division like this. But, you know, for Baltimore, this trip to Cleveland, I think their next two games at home are winnable with Atlanta and Pittsburgh yep. and, uh, and that last game with the Bengals. So, um, you know, I think we're going to see Tyler Huntley at quarterback. He seems to be flying through, thankfully, this concussion protocol and was able to be a full participant yesterday, which is really great news because he has experience. And, uh, you know, there's no doubt in my mind, though, having talked to a couple of Browns players yesterday that, you know, they're preparing Anthony Brown in the emergency he has to go to. Stacey Dales is with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. She is working Saturday's broadcast, Ravens-Browns for NFL Network. Um, Stacey, yeah, it'd be nice to have Lamar Jackson back, obviously, for critical games <laughs> like this. 
but I, I think to the point, like, I, I think there's a lot of us in this town that are feeling an amount of confidence now that, okay, if it, you can at least have Tyler Huntley on the field. And look, I, Anthony Brown held his own, um, didn't screw anything up when they needed him to just sort of hold on and get over the finish line uh, on Sunday against the Steelers. But I think that you're starting to feel that given how they're running the ball, given how this defense is playing, if you can at least have a Tyler Huntley on the field, you feel like you have a chance to win at least these types of games. You think it's a reasonable thing to say? Yeah, I mean, and the thing about it, this division notoriously so good defensively, and, and Cleveland's defense is really good, and Baltimore's defense to me is one of the top three defenses right now in the NFL. Um, you know, their production with Roquan Smith is insane. Unbelievable. Uh, it's unbelievable how a player like that can impact. I know I'm going off on a tangent here, Glenn, but, you know, I live in Chicago as I'm getting ready to fly to Cleveland here today shortly. And, you know, I, you know, people say, you know, you can't say safe that, well, why would you let them, you know, Roquan Smith get away? Why did the Bears let him leave? Um, I still say that because I, he's just dynamic. He's dynamic. He's infectious. Everything about him fits what this Ravens defense is and has been historically. Um, so I look at these two defenses, and it's just such a juggernaut for offenses because you, you both know they want to run the football. I think Tyler Huntley, as we learned this week from John Harbaugh and, uh, you know, obviously uh, Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator, like he's got to learn how to slide. He still doesn't have a lot of experience, although he does have some. Um, you know, I, I was on the phone yesterday with um, Demarcus Robinson, who's having a fantastic season, actually, despite, you know, the receivers and the lack of production from a pass game standpoint, and uh, he's kind of become reliable for them. And, you know, he, he said, frankly, we have to score more points. They know they've got to score more points. Um, it's just tough to do it in this division because of these defenses and because of the weather that, you know, will once again possibly wreak havoc on Saturday. She is Stacy Dale. She's with us on GCR. Stacey, it's so funny you bring up, you know, Roquan, and I, I do know you're based in Chicago, and I was going to ask you about that. Like, when, was, when you heard about it at first – was your initial reaction the, oh, my God, that's going to be perfect? I, I'll i tell you, I was high on it. I thought it was a great move, and even somehow it's exceeded my expectations. Like, we're we're to the point yeah. where people in Baltimore are starting to evoke the name of Ray Lewis. Like, it, it this has been – and I'm not ready to go there, obviously. Like, that's, that's an insane <laughs> standard. But the guy has been so unbelievably good. Like, immediately he's become – to me, their most significant impact defender since prime Terrell Suggs. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I, I've heard that, and I've read about it all this week, and, you know, I'm never one. I don't like to necessarily compare players from different eras because I think the styles were different, and, you know, from decade to decade, things change so drastically in the NFL. Look at the way offenses are designed now. Um, but Roquan Smith – I knew, so I've, I covered him quite a bit in Chicago, uh, obviously for four years, and you fall in love with the guy just from a, a, the standpoint of he's a Southern, like he, he will just bring in that charm, and, and it's all true. It's all genuine. And when he was holding out, I remember having a Bears preseason game. They believe they played the Kansas City Chiefs, and I just went over. He was all smiles. Uh, I don't think that smile really ever leaves his feet until he's on the field for three hours and 15 minutes every Sunday, but What's staggering to me, Glenn, is the numbers and the way that he has impacted Patrick Queen to take him under his wing in such a short amount of time. And really this defense, I mean, we get a research packet every week. And listen to this. Since week nine, since the Ravens traded for Roquan Smith, I, I was just shocked by this. 
They were already good defensively, but second in points per game allowed was Rowe. Third in total yards per game allowed. First in rush yards per game allowed. First in opponent yards per carry. Just under three opponent yards per carry and tied for first in terms of opponents third down percent. If that doesn't tell you the impact and the recipe was already there because that's what John Harbaugh and, and Mike McDonald do. They, they coach up great defenses. You just put the cherry on top with Roquan Smith. And now this defense may have to carry this team a little bit as it tries to find the quarterback's legs and a little bit more of a pass game going down the stretch. No. And, and look, you know, I, I boy, I, they're in a tough spot too, because the problem in Chicago obviously was what Roquan Smith wanted $20 million a year. I think the Ravens are at a point now, Stacey, where like they don't have a choice. They, they you can't have this prime a, pl- a player this good in the prime of your career show up in town Ooh. and not figure out a way to keep him around as a cornerstone of your defense. Particularly, and I know the Bears are a very similar a franchise that has been built off of defensive dominance for years. Like, I I truly believe the Ravens have to figure out a way to 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 make this last moving forward and not allow Roquan Smith to slip out from underneath them. Uh, yeah, I agree. And I think Eric DeCostic does a fantastic job. I think they'll figure things out. Um, his production, and he's only 25 years old, so that goes to your point, Glenn. I mean, they'll figure out a way to, to keep to keep him there, especially with some of the guys that are aging on this defense. I mean, Justin Houston, love him. Calais Campbell, love him. They're not getting any younger, so you need those cornerstone staples that are going to be Ravens for, you know, part of the flock for another, you know, five, eight, yep. six, seven, eight years. Yeah, it does. It seems like you're setting yourself up to have a significant piece moving forward with Roquan Smith. Um, Stacey Dales, just another minute or two with her. She gets ready for Ravens-Browns on Saturday. Stacey, on the other side of things, uh, you know, the Browns obviously are a team that is has been competitive. There is this I, – I don't even know how to have the Deshaun Watson conversation, right, because it's so – you know, kind of gross to talk about, and and I, you know, <laughs> I can't even imagine for you as a broadcaster how difficult it is. Like you're trying to focus on football, but like, is it too small to just focus on football, considering what it is that we're dealing with? I I don't know what that must be like for you, and like you have to deal with the fact that in moments, obviously, this could still be Deshaun Watson, the football player, at some point. Like there could be a day yeah. where he becomes the guy that we saw in Houston that before everything else, we thought was one of the most dynamic players in the entire league. Yeah, um, just from a football standpoint, Glenn, I would say, you know, any, the, the word that coaches and players use to describe dual threat quarterbacks, and when I talk about dual threat quarterbacks, I mean true dual threat quarterbacks, like your Kyler Murrays, your Lamar Jacksons, your Justin Fields, your even, I would say, uh, Josh Allens, um, and yes, your Deshaun Watsons is a problem. Problem is the word that coaches will, well, he's a problem. He's a problem because it's hard to defend it. And um, I don't think Deshaun is a problem yet on the field because he's so rusty and the timing is obviously not there and the rhythm with his receivers and there's been some injuries there. But um, from the other standpoint, I would, I would say this to you. Obviously, I struggled with it as a woman when everything transpired and mm-hmm. the duration of time period that, you know, the long-standing period of what we all kind of waited for and witnessed and the lack of apologies. Um, you know, I do believe in life just from a humanity standpoint that people can reform, people can change and people can get second chances. And I am very faithful 
And uh, I, I believe when people serve their time and they do reform, if they are afforded a second chance, perhaps they've earned that second chance and maybe life is different for them. So I hold a good place in my heart for people in that way. So I try not to sit in the past with things, and that's just who I am as a person. I appreciate that. Despite how painful it was for me as a woman who covers the National Football League to be privy to just some of the uh, obviously heinous things that happened in the past, uh, I think, you know, there was a sentence, if you will, and I think Deshaun Watson was put through that sentence and served some time, and I believe every person deserves a second chance. So. Uh, my heart is big for people, and then that's kind of how I look at the situation now as I get ready to go cover a great AFC North game, and um, we'll see how many gun runs he gets and how, how uh, the Ravens defend those. I hope I hope you know I wasn't trying to put you on the spot, Stace. It's such an awkward— Oh, not at all, ev- no. Everything about but it is so I, awkward. I think, valid, I think it's a valid you know, feeling. I think a lot yeah. of emotions come from all of us, and I think probably for the broadcast that have done his last two games after missing 11, right. uh, have— grappled with that but um i i I don't know if i put it in the right perspective but that's kind of how i'm trying to look at it i really appreciate um your explanation it's very thoughtful uh what it is that you said stacy i really appreciate that um ultimately clearly this is going to you know sort of be as we keep talking about a critical game when this is all said and done stacy do you still feel like the ravens can find a way it into the picture of being a Super Bowl contender, given what they're trying to do versus Patrick Mahomes, versus Josh Allen, these top offenses in the league, do you feel like if they can get Lamar back out on the field and if they can keep running the ball the way that they did a week ago against a good run defense in the Steelers, there is a world in which that and a defense can travel and, and you could be able to go beat these best teams in the AFC to try to make a run to a Super Bowl. Sure, sure, sure. So right now, I would only say, right, there's one clear-cut Super Bowl team to me, that's the Eagles, just if I were looking at them and watching them and the totality of what they do. Um, uh, You could argue Patrick Mahomes is a Super Bowl quarterback, and he's always going to find a way to get the Chiefs there. Um, That aside, I, I think, for me, I never say, well, the Ravens are a Super Bowl team, the Bengals are a Super Bowl team. Because what happens is whoever gets the hottest and plays the best sure. in December and January and gets into the playoffs, like if the Detroit Lions, Glenn, get into the playoffs, which would be a miracle, but they've won five of their last six games and they might be the hottest team in football right now and their offense has been kind of unstoppable in some respects, I don't want to play them in the playoffs. So it, it's if the Ravens can get Lamar Jackson healthy, right? He's targeted to come back, I believe, Christmas, right? Right over Christmas. I think it's December uh, 24th. They yep. play Atlanta. Um, he's also getting rest in other ways, right? It's a PCL sprain. That is very healable. Um, I'm not a medical person. Did you ever have one in your playing career? I have had PCL sprains. Okay. I played basketball for I, I had an ACL, I've had an MCL sprain, I've had PCL sprain. The PCL sprain was two weeks for me okay. um, in a brace for that. So I have every faith he'll be back. Can, can you, can, um, I, I, Stacey, I don't, I don't mean to harbor this, but could you give us any insight on like what, what, it, to what it might be like? I think the concern from some people yeah. is, could Lamar come back from this, but maybe not mm-hmm. fully be Lamar? You know what I mean? Like that there would be a limit that he could play, 
but maybe couldn't fully be Lamar. Given your experience with the injury and your playing career, what could you tell us about that? Um, well, it's all about the player. It's all about the mindset. I mean, he's so young and he's so athletic and, and probably just an incredibly quick healer that I don't have any concern that unless there's something more that we're not being told. Sure. Um, I personally, I don't have any concern about it. I like the cautious approach. I think when you're, you know, sitting at nine and four, you can be a little more cautious, um, but you don't want to risk anything. And so any, any sprain like that in the knee, um, you just feel weakness. You feel like maybe you don't trust yourself as much, but um, I think, you know, there'll be a day where he'll pop up and be like, I'm ready to go, okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. Um, so personally, I'm not concerned about it, Glenn. Um, but like, like I said, I, we don't, we don't know every inner working of the medical stuff that goes on sometimes with players or teams. But uh, yeah, I feel like Lamar is going to come back and in, in a flurry and maybe more about his, how is his chest going to go with him in December weather? And, you know, as the, as it gets colder. So, um, yeah, I have faith that he'll be back. And I, I, I love Tyler Huntley. I, you know, I, I'm a, you know, was there in Chicago when Lamar was sick last season and for that game in his first start and he won. And, um, I just think this Ravens team is made of the right stuff. So they find ways to win, but yeah, you'd like to see them healthy. And, and, uh, personally, I'm like, we got to get Mark Andrews. I know he's getting a lot of double teams, but he didn't have a catch. Back yeah. In, uh, it's, they're it's... Getting seven. And I, I'd like to see them get him heavily involved on Saturday. That is a conversation, Stace, about wide receivers that we've had a lot in Baltimore, as you would imagine, this season and the attention that goes that way. At Stacy Dales, yeah. of course, Stacy with an E, at Stacy Dales on Twitter is how you follow her. And, of course, Saturday afternoon, great crew, Rich Eyes and Kurt Warner, she and Steve Weish for uh, Ravens-Browns on NFL Network. Stacy, please stay warm uh, on Saturday. <laughs> Truly appreciate catching up with you. A very happy holiday to you, your family. Thank you for taking the time for us today. Thanks, Glenn, and thanks, Griff, for everything setting it up. Uh, you guys be well. We'll see you on the weekend. Appreciate you. Stacy Dales with us from NFL Network, of course, was a hell of a basketball player. Um, which is why when she started bringing up the injury thing, I said, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if she had a PCL sprain. She's a damn good player. Um, so it was interesting to get that perspective from her um, about her own playing career and dealing with an injury like that. actually played with the uh, Washington Mystics for a few years during uh, her career after being a standout at Oklahoma. She was Stacey Dale's hell of a player, man. Like, really, really good basketball player. Um I, 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 it's such an awkward spot to be in when you bring up Deshaun Watson in a conversation like that because like, if you just talk about the football side of it, it feels like you're purposefully turning a blind eye to the other side of it, which is so much more significant, right? But you also know that not everybody really is going to have that much interest in talking about the other side. It's a very difficult spot to be in, Um We'll go out to Cleveland tomorrow. We'll have our regular conversation with Gerard Cherry that we normally do whenever the Ravens play the Browns. And, you know, we'll, I, I, we'll have to talk to him about it. I just don't – it's a very – it just feels so gross. It just feels so uh, – to, to talk about Deshaun Watson from a football standpoint when everything about Deshaun Watson playing football simply feels wrong. It just doesn't feel – Ugh, I don't like it even a little bit. Yeah, I'll try to use the same perspective that Stacy has. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I pr- I appreciate that she yeah. maybe is a little bit more. I I've I've said I do think that most people deserve second chances. I just don't know that your second chance has to be in the National Football League. 
it's sort of the way that I've I've said this over and over again when I've talked about like I I'll never when when the Chiefs phenomenon was occurring and it was easy for people to say like God they're just so much fun to watch like you know when they got to the when when they were in the AFC Championship game and the Ravens weren't they were playing against the Patriots that first time mm-hmm. it was easy for people to be around here to be like well of course we're rooting for the Chiefs they're playing against the Patriots. Like we don't want to see Tom Brady. We don't want to see Bill Belichick get to a Super Bowl again. Obviously, we're rooting for the Chiefs. And that year, I remember saying, like, dude, I I can't do it. I'm not telling you I'm rooting for the Patriots, but I'm not rooting for them. The Tyreek Hill thing is gross. I can't feel good for a team that was able to find success because they were willing to, you know, do things that other teams weren't willing to do. That doesn't that's not a feel-good story for me. That's a gross thing that because you were willing to draft a player that everybody else said, uh-uh, we're not doing that. Like, that's that's not okay. I don't like the idea of you being rewarded for that. Now, I get it. Patrick Mahomes is the prime reason for the Chiefs' success, but it was always uncomfortable for me. It was always gross for me to consider feeling any anything good at all for the Chiefs as long as they had Tyreek Hill. I can't. I can't do it. The moment Antonio Brown showed up in in Tampa, I was out. I I, I wrote significantly. I, I don't care how bad the Ravens receiver situation is. When you guys were clamoring for Antonio Brown, I was not. And I don't care about him being a malcontent. I don't care about him being an enigma. It's because I saw that text message where he admitted to sexually assaulting a woman. Never. There's no world in which I'll ever just be able to say, well, that's okay. I, I can't do it. I'm not capable of it. And if you are, and Stacey Dales clearly is willing to say, you know, um, people deserve second chances, and, you know, I, I there's an amount of empathy that's being shown there, and I like to think of myself as an empathetic person, but that, to me, will always be the line. This is the the system. The system played out in a way that allowed for Deshaun Watson to play football again. I don't like that. I can't change it, and he's going to play football on Saturday. I can't. I can't spend this week not talking about Deshaun Watson or pretending like the Browns have a nameless quarterback. Like I can't do that. But it's going to be gross talking about Deshaun Watson in a football standpoint. To me, is gro- I can't. That's the way that I feel. That's just, and I don't think I'm alone in that. I think there are lots of people that feel the exact same way, and that the Browns will not be for a little while. The Browns were kind of the, the America's team, right? It's sort of like what we're dealing with with the lions right now. When a franchise is so downtrodden, when it's been so beat down for so long in a fan base, the country is, is want to jump on board. I, the moment you show a sign, we want to be on board with you. We want to see a feel good story. And the Browns, for the last few years, had the opportunity to kind of be America's team a little bit. Like, God, this miserable, woebegone franchise. These fans that have been through hell and have to live in Cleveland on top of it. Their lakes catch on fire in the middle of nowhere. This is an easy team to embrace. Right up until they were the team that decided to go all in on Deshaun Watson. And that ruined the... America's team thing like it made it so that the average person said yeah I'm out like you know I I can't root for you I can't feel good for you you're not a feel-good story any longer 
Of course, we were never going to feel that way in Baltimore no. because that wasn't going to be the case. But in the rest of the country, that was going to be the case. But what you're feeling, what people in Baltimore might feel a little bit towards the Lions, the rest of the country felt a little bit towards the Browns. All right. Um, sorry. It's awkward. It's so awkward. I don't like talking about it. I don't like it at all. Today's show. Uh, or how about I just remind you that we are going to do one more Tyus Bowser show. You're going to be hearing segment number two of the Tyus Bowser show with Devin Duvernay coming up a little bit later on. And we're going to have one more Tyus Bowser show for you before the season is over. January 3rd, Tuesday, January 3rd, we will be back at Guilford Hall Brewery, 1611 Guilford Avenue in Station North. GuilfordHall.com is the website to find out more. But that's where we're going to be on Tuesday, January 3rd for the last Tyus Bowser show gearing up for what we hope will be a deep playoff run for the Baltimore Ravens. You don't have to do anything. You just got to show up. Shows at 7, as always, get there early. Last time we did a show at Guilford Hall, had a big crowd out for it. GuilfordHall.com, again, is the website. But to find out more about the Tyus Bowser show, go to PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. It's a partnership of PressBox and Great Eights Memorabilia. It's brought to you by Maryland Vascular Specialist, the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Come back in. Tidbit, Tubular, and... The aforementioned Tyus Bowser Show. That's next, Glenn Clark Radio. Looking for a simple holiday meal? Try Chick-fil-A catering. From Chick-fil-A nuggets to mac and cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details. Come experience Maryland's number one sportsbook this NFL season at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, the ultimate place for any sports enthusiast. Take advantage of our 24-7 kiosks, massive video screens, and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. With more money paid out than anyone around, make every moment more at the new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at close to $59,000 a year with a $10,000 bonus. Some restrictions apply. Plus a great retirement plan, medical, dental, and vision insurance, advancement to specialized units, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days earned per calendar year, and even further incentives for military members and veterans. If you have a passion for service and want a career for life, visit JoinBaltimoreCountyPD.com or call 410-887-5542. You must be a United States citizen, possess a valid driver's license, and have a high school diploma or GED equivalent. The Baltimore County Police Department is an equal opportunity employer. Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Need a last-minute gift for a kid in your life? How about a membership to the Retriever Kids Club? It includes free youth admission to all regular season UMBC home games, plus a t-shirt and a drawstring backpack. Membership is only $35. It's a great deal, makes a tremendous holiday gift visit umbcretrievers.com slash kids club for more info membership is for kids 12 and under the retriever kids club find out more umbcretrievers.com slash kids club the latest edition of press box is available now on the cover new maryland basketball coach kevin willard sits down with stan charles and glenn clark to discuss the situation he inherited in college
College Park, and how he plans to get the program turned around. Also, inside, we introduce you to men's and women's college basketball players from all of the teams in the area. And Bo Smoka profiles Ravens receiver Devin DuVernay. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Experience the best in Kamado Grilling, a complete outdoor cooking appliance. The Ginsu Kamado Grill allows anyone to sear, grill, bake, and smoke all types of food. Designed for efficiency and function, the Ginsu Kamado Grill upholds the enduring legacy of the iconic Ginsu brand. The Ginsu Kamado Grill is perfect to cook all year round, is great for parties, and ideal for tailgating with your friends. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill today at ginsugrills.com and get $100 off on your pre-order when you use the promo code tailgate that's ginsugrills.com reserve yours today join glenn at halftime of every ravens game for the project game day halftime show at facebook.com slash sports we apologize in advance there's not much we can do about his face all right back in here as we continue along on a thursday edition of gcr of course, PressBoxOnline.com slash offers is the place to find all of the best incentives and sign-up offers and bonuses as you dip your toes into sports betting here in the state of Maryland. Some of the offers you can find, $100 in free bets from Barstool after you place your first $10 bet or $1,500 in risk-free bets from Caesars. Again, go to PressBoxOnline.com slash offers right now in order to find out more about all of it. Tidbit of the day brought to you today by the print issue of Pressbox. Final days for you to pick up this print issue of Pressbox. I believe like today we're sending off the new edition to the printer. So this is it. Less than a week for you to get this print issue of Pressbox with Kevin Willard on the cover. Maybe we timed this out perfectly. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> this timed out perfectly for when this one is going away. But go get that right now at your neighborhood Royal Farms. And in the hundreds of locations around town, uh, find it pres- you can read it all at PressBoxOnline.com. And uh, keep in mind that our new print issue of PressBox will be our annual best of issue featuring on the cover our MoGaba Sports Person of the Year. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Oh, man. Not going to do that. I believe uh, Sanzi will do that for us. She'll probably join us next week and help us announce who our Sports Person of the Year is. So we will look forward to that. All right. What do we got for tidbit? Uh, this is a tweet from Matt Kremenitzer yesterday. Great tweet. Uh, it's been 1,729 days, uh, 1729, that many days, since the Orioles last signed a free agent to a multi-year contract. Who was it? Would you like to guess? Uh, was been it over four years. Wade Miley? Was it, Al- was it no, Alex, Alex Cobb? Yeah, Cobb. Or, yeah, right. That's it was Alex Cobb. Alex Cobb, last thank multi. I don't know why I said Wade Miley. That's. I knew it. All right. Smiley, no Smiley Wiley? No. Was he no. a multi? No, no, no. It wasn't. I, I was trying to think. I knew it was one of those pitchers, but I, I was really. Somehow I made a, a Wade Miley, who was, of course, before that, I made him in the Cobb Cashner era, which was the last group of pitchers the Orioles signed. Uh, and then also uh, to the NFL, uh, Evan Ingram joined an elite list of tight ends after uh, recording a 10-plus reception game, 150-plus receiving yards, and 2-plus receiving touchdowns in a game. Uh, he is the seventh tight end to do that ever. Uh, can you name the other six? Give me the numbers again. It is 10 or more receptions, mm-hmm. 150 or more receiving yards, and 2 or more uh, receiving touchdowns. Uh, I'll put Kellen Winslow in there to start. Kellen Winslow is on the list. 
How many did you say there were? Did it three times. Kellen Winslow did. How many? Uh, there are six more guys. So seven total. You have yeah, you have Evan Ingram. So, so Gronk, Gronkowski is not on this That's list. That's a bit of a surprise. What about uh, what about Dallas Clark? Dallas Clark did not do this. Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp three times had a game such. Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez not on the list. Really? But really? Jeremy Shockey. Uh, not Jeremy Shockey. Kelsey. Oh. I guess for yes, Kelsey uh, has he's done it four. He's had four games like this. How about Antonio Gates? Uh, no, not Antonio Gates. These are surprising results. Uh, hard hitting Jason Witten. Uh, not Jason Witten. What the hell is going on this with is, this list? Yeah, this How about Jimmy Graham? Not Jimmy Graham. Greg Olson. Not Greg Olson. Okay. Two more active guys. Uh, one more. One more old guy. Um, I'd be surprised that it would be Mark Andrews, but sure, Mark Andrews. It is not Mark Andrews. Um, George Kittle. George Kittle is one of them. He Good did one. this. He, he has done this. George Kittle. I don't. Uh, uh, Zach Ertz. Not Zach Ertz. I really don't know. The who two the remaining other. guys uh, are both Raiders. Both Raiders. One current, oh, um, one. one oh, old. Darren Waller. Darren Waller. I didn't realize that Darren Waller. I mean, he did have a monster. Yeah. God. I mean, he had like is, two really good years. In uh, that, Raymond bro. Chester. Is that who? They, uh, no, not Raymond Chester. Um, in the eighties with the Los Angeles Raiders, yeah, the Los Angeles Raiders. Oh Lord. Uh, why am I blanking on who this would have been? Um, Dave Casper. Mm-mm. Not he Dave. Was a wide wide receiver. Um. Nice mustache guy. A nice mustache guy. Oh, now that you say that, I get it. Um, Thought it might give it to you. Another Raiders tight end from the 80s, you said? Yes, from the 80s, Jesus I say. Christ. How about... Um, Glenn, you might be... A, you might. Todd Christensen? That is the one. Oh, yeah. Todd Christensen. Okay. Well, I was going to say, Glenn, you're, you're probably alone on that one. Uh, and then the last one we said was... Evan Ingram. Oh, okay. Yes, so we didn't have to get that one. Yes. So he had a yes. monster right. game. All right. Yes, he did. Big game yes, for Evan Ingram. Probably yeah. won't have another one. That's just I'd, the most nature of the tight he end won't. position. Yeah. He, he seems the, like the biggest outlier. Well, I guess Todd Christensen is also pretty big outlier. <laughs> There's that smoke smell again. I don't I, I like this. I, I do don't smell like it. this. I don't smell it as strongly. Oh, God. I don't like this at all. Not good. Hey, um, Stan the Fan Variety Hour returned yesterday, and we'll be back again today. Yesterday, Stan caught up with uh, John Martin, the executive director of the Maryland Lottery, to talk about the impact of sports betting here in Maryland since it's gone legal. And uh, later on today, Stan, Gary Stein, uh, Andy Dolich, and Marty Conway, a pair of former executives, will be handling their sports business summit. That's 7 o'clock tonight. Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. If you miss it live, you can check it out. PressBoxOnline.com slash video or YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. Tubular brought to you by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. You all right over there? Yeah, John, uh, John in Little Rock checked in. He says that he loves Panettone. I, okay. <laughs> Somebody else. <laughs> uh, Panettone is – all right, I got it from John. Panettone oh, yeah. is delicious. We have one every Christmas in Italian tradition. We only buy the imported from Italy kind, though. I could crush one. What, what makes it different? The thing that I see when I look at that box just looks like bread. It just looks like a bread cake. It looks awful. And I'm Italian, and it looks awful. I don't drink coffee, so I have no interest in, like, coffee. Coffee cake was always just kind of okay to me. 
Like I I like moisture in my if I'm going to enjoy a dessert, there needs to be a lot more moisture going on in some capacity than than a just a it looks like bread. It just looks like bread to me. Giant brick of bread is what a panettone appears to be. So I admittedly again, I've never consumed one. I've never opened a box. I I could be talking out of my ass. It's just that the picture on the outside of the box looks like the most unappealing thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. All all the Italian like desserts I think are very dry typically. Like, bisc- like biscotti. Or yeah. I mean biscotti is, yeah. but like tiramisu. Oh, like, that's lovely. I mean, well, like that I guess like lovely. the cookie cake cut uh, that in that realm. Glenn, you might I know, know what they're called. I know you don't like cookies, Glenn, but you ever had the Italian cookies that are like half of it's dipped in chocolate? Yes, of course I. Those have. are of course lovely. I have. They're fine. They're fine. I thought <laughs> you didn't at, like cookies, though. I don't. I don't like. I mean, I don't eat cookies. I used to trust me. I I I, I used to house cookies. There's a reason why <laughs> I'm still dealing with this when I put on this this bodysuit. It looks like I got a bit of a thing going on there. Look at that. That looks so unappealing. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing about that that looks like something yeah, that I would want to consume. Especially because I, I know it's dry. If it, you know, if it was like softer, I think it. It looks like yeah, if you just it's really hardened crust. It looks like if you just really overcooked a pound cake. That's kind of yeah. What it like. does kind of look like that. I'm out on panettone. I'm out on it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. If you're into panettone, good for you. But we're not doing that. I couldn't. There'd be no way for me to consume that product. It, it couldn't happen. Although when I get drunk with uh, Jeremy next Thursday, if somebody brought in a panettone, <laughs> uh, everything gets thrown out the window. Everything gets thrown out the window the moment that more alcohol some, uh, consumption gets put into the mix. Speaking of which, we still need somebody who wants to get in. I'm starting to finalize some other ideas for what we're going to do during the drinking show next Thursday. Um, if you are someone who wants to come in and hang out with us, it's 200 bucks to donate to the Helping Up Mission, and you can come in, sit in on the show next Thursday, get drunk with Jeremy and I. We're going to start probably a little bit after 10 because Jeremy does the show till 10, so we'll probably start the show a little bit late on Thursday. David Duboy of uh, Crabs for Christmas fame is going to be joining us in studio. We will definitely sing along to Crabs for Christmas at some definitely. point during the course of the program. we got a lot we're going to be doing on Thursday, but we you want to be a part of it. We need somebody to step up and make a, a serious donation, like a real donation. I might let a couple other people come in and hang out during the day if they make a lesser donation, but a serious donation. We need you to reach out at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio at gmail.com. And we do still have a couple of spots available. I'm, I'm over it. If we don't fill any more, it's fine. But if you want to still get into the bull pick em, I mean, it'd be nice. 50-50 bull pick em, $20 buy-in. $10 of which will be put towards the winner, $10 of which will be put towards Helping Up Mission. So right now it's a $200 uh, prize. It's $200 to Helping Up Mission. We will take that. If we can get a little bit more, awesome. But the games start tomorrow, so this really is final call for the bull pick em. If you want to get in, Glenn-Clark on Venmo, GlennClark180 on PayPal, or dollar sign Glenn Radio on Cash App. Last chance for you to get in for the bull pick em. Tubular is brought to you by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Go to GinsuGrills.com. Use the code TAILGATE. Save $100 when you order your Ginsu Kamado Grill. Proctor thinks it's a problem that I wore my clothes underneath the costume. You know, I... I, I'm not really sure. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I feel like it I, might not have gone uh, so yeah, well yeah, yeah. if I'm, I hadn't done that. I'll I'll out. I mean, we maybe, maybe next... Maybe, maybe think, on Thursday. I don't think we said... It had to. Be, I don't think that was ever brought up, and I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure the Jaguars mascot was not naked underneath the suit. Maybe. I, mean, I don't sure? know. I have to think yeah. about that. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. 
I feel like that would have been a bit risque for an NFL mascot. <laughs> All right, here's what's coming up tonight, Totally Tubular. As we mentioned, the NFL Week 15 gets underway. 49ers, Seahawks, Amazon Prime Video, 815 from Seattle. Not much as far as college hoops is concerned. You can find it at glennclarkradio.com. Stars Capitals at 7 on NBC Sports Washington. NBA TV for Bucks Grizzlies at 8. Suns Clippers at 10.30. Axis TV for Impact Wrestling at 8. Anything non-sports-wise that stands out? No, not really. Uh, let's see. The uh, Sonic you, Series premiere. Are you including on, uh, Christmas specials? I mean, I, I don't think there are any on tonight. That doesn't seem it, likely. It seems they're, they're, doing, a, are, they're oh. doing a 30th celebration of the Beauty and the Beast on ABC. Yeah, that doesn't that, that uh, doesn't do it then yeah. for me. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Um, yeah, otherwise I don't. It was nice that the pretty, Maryland game got so out of hand last night that I could watch the SNL Christmas special instead. There is one thing that I saw last night. Uh, this, so this isn't premiering until January, but uh, it's called um, Milf Manor. I, I saw that as well, in fact, floating around on Twitter yes. last night. Um, and so the, the, there's a shocking, you watch the... Uh, but I'm pretty sure we know what the shocking, yeah, shocking twist, twist is. is, is their it's sons. each other's sons, right, correct. Yes. I'm pretty I mean, sure we know that's so that is on, on uh, That is on yeah. TLC. And, uh, I'm pretty sure it's not all that shocking. I guarantee all of these people participating knew that was going to be the case when they signed up for this program. I guarantee it. By the way, the the best comment all day when so, so TLC shares out this trailer for this Milf Manor show. The like the first comment I saw was, "Remember when TLC was the Learning Channel?" That was the top. Yep, that was the first one I saw too. Best top comment. Best comment. <laughs> best comment of the day. The Learning Channel, where you can find Milf. Manor. Sure. Sure. Have to tune in. Sure. Oh, I'm going to watch. January 15th. Guarantee you, I'll, I'll poke at it at some point. I don't know that I'll stay committed, but I will take a look. All right. Uh, today's show is also, or, uh, Tubular was also brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Of course, the winter seasonal menu is the Comfort Classics menu featuring the Twisted Ribs and Wings combo, the Winter Spinach Salad, the Citrus Salmon, the Mac and Cheese Bites, the Bourbon Butter Cake. Oh, my God. It's so good. Param of the Blood Orange Bourbon Cider, Devil's Backbone, Cranberry Smash, and come enjoy them Monday night. Uh, Drew Forrest and I will be hanging out with you at Glory Days Grill in Towson. And if you can bring out some toiletries, some, you know, uh, underwear, new packs of underwear, we would appreciate it to help the folks at Helping Up Mission. We'll be there from 6 to 8. All right, very good. Thanks today to um, Stacey Dales. Thanks to Ken Zalis. Thanks to Tyrod Taylor. We'll get all of it up in the greatest hits section of the Archives. tab at glennclarkradio.com. Tomorrow? Tomorrow? Uh, Stan the Fan will be in studio. Stan will be here. Bo Smolka. Bo Smolka. Uh, Gerard Harry And uh, new head coach of the Towson football team, Coach Pete Shinnick. Okay. Yeah. We'll all join us on the program tomorrow. All right, very good. And stuff and things, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. All right, excellent. Um, thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, the Baltimore County Police Department, Problem Gambling, Glory Days Grill, Royal Farms, the Costas Inn, Maryland Jockey Club, Baltimore Area Chick-fil-A Restaurants, Great 8's Memorabilia, the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland, Maryland Vascular Specialist, the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill, UMBC Athletics, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Carson, you are on Twitter at Carson Ware. At Carson Ware. That's easy, with an I. Uh, That's right. Griffin at Griffin underscore Bass. Follow us, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Thursday evening. Uh, go nobody in particular. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks, too. We wrap up today's show with segment number two of the Tyus Bowser Show with special guest Devin Duvernay. Welcome back into the Tyus Bowser Show. Press Box 105.7 The Fan. We are live at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill on Hartford Road. Rita and Glenn, Tyus and Devin Duvernay. Tyus, I have a totally random question for you. 
What's the most bizarre request you've ever gotten from a fan? It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. We don't have to. We can leave that. <laughs> I'm going to save that one for another time. Just plead the fifth on that I'm one plead and move the along. One. I'm going to plead the fifth. Hey, today's show is brought to you by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill, the perfect ceramic tailgater home grill for searing, grilling, baking, and smoking all kinds of food. Get $100 off your pre-order by using the promo code TAILGATE. So we know that you've been going to a lot of Wizards games, right? We've mm -hmm. seen you just last night. You were at the Wizards game, I right? was. There was another game that you went to a couple Fridays ago. You went down to check out some college hoops. I did. You checked out Maryland and Illinois. I did. Pretty good game. Very good game. Pretty good atmosphere. Great atmosphere. Pretty big win. Very big win. Any, look, well, I'm not, I know we're never going to get you to trade in. I understand that never. you will forever be a Houston guy. Mm -hmm. But you're, you're kind of entrenched here now. You've been around for a long time. You signed a deal. You're gonna, any chance we could get like, you know, like a mistress type of situation here? <laughs> like you, you can be married to Houston, hey, just, but be also be, yeah, like you can have a thing with Maryland as well moving forward. Is there any chance we can make that happen? I mean, if they had some gear, I would wear it. I mean, I have like a few other colleges. Like I have Towson, I have uh, Morgan really? State. I have, a, nice. I have different cool. types of stuff to wear. You know, I support the community, the city, to where I, I wear their stuff. That's so cool, if man. they have some, if they have some nice stuff, I'll, I'll wear it. Right, we got to get this man some Maryland gear. We got to work on that. He's gonna I go can't. It can't be no Under Armour logo or nothing like that on that. All right, thing. all right. Yeah, if it's something like more traditional, more you know, just what something just simple. Like, you know, we're obsessed with the flag around yeah. here. Like I don't need no hoodie that has a whole flag. It'd be like <laughs> the letter. It had like the lettering with the actual flag like inside of it. Like yeah, stuff you, like you that. do that. I'll do you that. You do that. Yeah, All right, let's I'll get this that. man some gear make it happen. Was yeah. it just, it was a big game and you wanted to, like you're just a fan of basketball? And so yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge basketball fan. So anytime I get the chance to, you know, go and check a game, whether that is Maryland or Towson or Howard or Morgan State, Coppin State, whatever it Have is. Have you been going to like Morgan and Coppin games since you've been yeah, here? Yeah, I've been to That's Morgan awesome, State. Yeah. That's awesome, I haven't been to a Coppin State game yet, but I want to try that out. And uh, man. like, what is it, UM, UMBC? UMBC, absolutely. Yeah, I got to go and check out a game there as well. Dude, so. that's so cool. I didn't yeah. know that at all. That's that's, that's no, I'm dope. a big basketball Just guy. whenever there's a chance for you to go to a game. Hey, I'm looking, I'm literally looking online. I'm checking like, okay, who plays on this day? I'm free this day. What time? I thought I can go and check out this game and then I'll go. Remind me, so Juan Dixon's the coach at Coppin right. State. He is a legend okay. in these parts. One of the great basketball players in Baltimore history for it. We will we'll hook you up. We'll get you over there oh, that's a bit. for a Coppin game. I'm definitely and that's down really for that. cool, man. Yeah. Devin Devin, have some, in your short time here, have you entrenched yourself in like the culture here? I noticed that like a lot of guys are wear like Orioles stuff uh. or Maryland stuff and and like Marlin will go to high school games on Fridays and stuff. Have have you adopted some of what we do here since you've been here? I mean, not really, honestly. That's something I I need to get into, like just venturing out, going to different games, going to, you know different campuses, uh, you know, just seeing different games and stuff. That's something, yeah, I definitely need to did, you know, get better on. Did you play basketball at all, Devin? Were you a basketball player? Kind of earlier on, like. To like freshman year of high school, so but I'm a big ba basketball fan. I love watching basketball. But you wouldn't be able to hang with like Tyus's pickup games. Like you wouldn't be <laughs> I, able. I ain't to. gonna lie. I seen him shoot. He can shoot. He can shoot. He might got me. <laughs> I mean, De we we had to talk about this, Tyus, because you kind of. Would no. would you would Devin make your five? 
I haven't, you, I haven't seen yeah, Devin play before, really, so I'm not, I'm not It feels like a cop-out, bro. I'm just being honest with you. It feels <laughs> like you don't want to say, like, no, probably wouldn't be in my I mean, if he was, if I could see that he's a hooper, but I've never seen him, like, actually yeah. play basketball before, right, so I wouldn't all right, know. All right, all right. But if he showed me something, I'd be like, yeah. Was it always football for you, Devin? Like, yeah. What? Yeah, early on, yeah, I was a big, big football guy, football fan, loved playing it. My favorite sport. Since Did you ever play anything little. else at all? Yeah, I played like baseball, ran track, and then played basketball earlier on. But yeah, football was, was my main one since I was. Is a it to the kid. point where like if somebody told you, dude, you could be um, like a major league pitcher, you would have said, yeah, no offense, I, I got some other plans. That's what I'm gonna be doing. Yeah, I would have want to say, I would have wow. said, I want to play football. Do you remember like what age you knew? Man, like, like five, six. Wow. Okay, yeah. well then who was clearly somebody you liked growing up watching play? Who was that? No, I was just. I mean, my family were big sports people. Yeah. I just like playing. It was just the most fun to me. I loved playing it. Um, and yeah, I just knew at an early age I wanted to, you know, play football when I got older. Wanted to be in the NFL. It wasn't anyone growing up that you was like, I like his game. I that's not necessarily who I want to be like. But I mean, it wasn't necessarily like that. I mean, like as I got older, I was became fans of different players, but it was never like. I want to be like him or I want to I want to do what he does and things like that. I really just it was just off of me. Just I had so much fun playing it. I just wanted to play it forever. I always like asking guys this question. I don't even know Tyus if you and I have talked about it, but like was there a moment in your life that you realized you were a little bit better than everybody else? Like was there, you know, like, hey, I'm just having fun. Or is there like a moment when you were 10, when you were 12, when you were 13, where you're like, dude, I. I might legitimately have a chance to do this. Devin, I'll start with you. I mean, yeah, I'm, uh, I mean, like, Pee Wee, I was, like, better than everybody. I was, like, faster than everybody, you know, bigger than everybody. And then, like, I guess, you know, fast forward to, like, high school, you know, I was having a lot of success and this and that, getting, you know, getting offers and stuff like that. So I started, um, you know, kind of getting more and more confidence. And then, you know, college kind of started out slow. And then, you know, as I got older, started, you know, getting more and more traction, getting better and better, having a lot more success, and then, you know, did real good my senior year, and that's when I was like, man, this can happen for real. Yeah, and at I that just, point, you know, just right. kept, everybody knew. Yeah, yeah I just right. kept, you know, just stayed the course and, you know, kept working towards my goal. What about you? I, I don't think you, I've ever asked you this. Like, was there a moment in your life where it, like, struck you? Like, I, this might not just be something I'm doing for fun. Like, this might be how I make my living. Honestly, I think, I think mine kind of clicked my sophomore year of high school where you know that was my first year on varsity and i was playing defensive end i was uh like back up in other different positions but predominantly just playing you know that defensive end position i started like you said seeing success you started seeing yourself making plays and then you getting these big time games and you making those plays to help your team win and then i was like man like like, I'm actually really good at this game, you know, because I was always a basketball guy. So, you know, I was always honed in to, you know, working on my craft and basketball. And you can ask anybody back home. Like, I was always in the gym. Like, you're I'll be there the all night. You're Devin. Like, Devin would have, if he would have been great at basketball, he'd been like, no, 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 I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You, like, it was almost like an inconvenience. Like, you're being a good Almost, almost. But, like, just being around, like, a great group of family and friends to where, you know, they helped me understand where I will, you know, excel at. That's what kind of held me moving on to that sophomore year to be able to, you know, be great at football and continue to get better and really show, 
you know, my talents. And then that's when I started getting scouts coming in to see me play. And then I'm out here really balling. I'm actually, you know, playing in front of seniors and other guys. And I'm like, dang, like, <laughs> I think I'm, I think this might work out. You know thing. So <laughs> it was definitely my sophomore year of high school to where I was like, I can actually go somewhere with this. Tyus Bowser show with Devin Duvernay, press box 105.7, the fan. Um, so I, we, I wanted you guys to tell me about Tyler, and I want you to tell me about Anthony Brown, because I can't even imagine. Like, you've never played an NFL game before. You're in a one-score game on the road in Pittsburgh on the one-yard line. Yeah. <laughs> Go get him. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Devin, I'll start with you, obviously, because you're on that side of the ball. Can you take me through, like, what you knew about Anthony Brown, like, how he handled that moment, and what it told you about him that a dude that, again, had never dressed for an NFL game before was yeah. put in that spot? Yeah, nah, man. He stayed, he stayed calm. He was confident. And, uh, man, he just kept great poise and just, you know, whatever the coach called, he, he executed it. Whether he had a pass it, it was his timing was right. I mean, you can beat a lot of things with just timing. It's you know, don't make the game bigger than itself. I mean, it's for him. I feel like you know, it's a kid's game. You, he's been playing his whole life probably. So like, don't make it bigger than that, man. And just go out there and you know, play the game. You know, you're playing. And I think he just did a great job of that. He didn't <laughs> let the moment become too big for him. And uh, yeah, he made the, made the plays when he needed to, handed it off when he needed to, and you know, let the let the team help him and not try to, you know, be Superman and put it on his back because it's a team game. If you had a, a, it's very possible that he plays Saturday, right? Um, because of the situation with Tyler Huntley and the concussion protocol. If there was some type of advice that you can give him, if he does start on Saturday, what would it be to help him just navigate through his first NFL start? I mean, yeah, just rely on the guys around you. Uh, just trust what the defense gives you. Trust what you see and let the rest fall into place. I mean, because I feel like me personally, those are things, you know, any person at any level, any age, you know, can rely on. Just rely on your teammates, you know, and just you need to trust your training, man. Just trust what you've been doing in practice. Trust the timing of the routes. Trust, the, you know, the speed of the game and then just don't make it bigger than it is. Tyus, did you have a moment while that was going on Sunday where you're like, dude, this guy's never played before. Like, did you, did it strike you what was happening? the significance of it? Honestly, I didn't know when Snoop left out the game. So when I seen him out there, I was like, oh, <laughs> we got a whole new quarterback out there. And I'm like, wow, we on the one yard line. And it was surprising because you add on all this whole situation there and the first play was a pass play. Right. You know? And There's a lot that can go wrong. It's, it's a lot that can go wrong, especially in that situation after a renegade song. But like you said, it was poised, and you could see after that play action through the ball, you see, you see how clean it was. It was on the spot, and we was able to, you know, get a few yards outside of the end zone. So, I mean, just like you said, man, he just had the poise. He had the confidence out there. He knew what he was, he knew what he was doing out there. He was, he was prepared, and even, like, talking to him before the game, um, me and him, me, Calais, and uh, him, we was all sitting down eating uh, our pregame meal. And Calais was asking him, like, are you ready, big dog? Like, <laughs> you ready for the moment? You know, this is your time, dog. He was like, bro, I'm good. Like, I'm good. And you could wow. tell. You could tell, like, he was just relaxed. Like, 
he wasn't worried about anything. Like he knew when that time came, if it came, that he'll be prepared to go out there. There would be that. brown in my underpants if I was in that situation. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wow. I mean, I think that was the appropriate way of saying it All for the right. record. I think and this I is could. why you're up here and not out there. Uh, there's a lot of reasons. Why <laughs> hey, online sports betting is live. Get $200 in free bets when you make your first $5 bet with DraftKings. Go to PressBoxOnline.com offers to see more about DraftKings and other sports betting promos and offers. So I wanted to wrap this segment talking about that. You get a tap on the shoulder tomorrow, Tyus, and they're like, uh, yeah, you're, you're the emergency quarterback now. Shoot, uh, let's you, get it. Let's get it. No, <laughs> what can you do? Tell me legitimately, what could you do? I can't tell that because if the situation happens and then you coach is like, hey, man, I need you to come out here and play quarterback, and I tell you the stuff that I'm comfortable with. Then we're giving it away. We're giving it away. So there's at least a chance that you're somewhere on. Is there an actual list that exists of, like, who would be the emergency quarterback? I was wondering if it was DuVernay. Nah, mm. it's not me. It's not you? Nah, it's not me. Really? Probably- I'll probably say... Uh, I believe it's Prochet. Yeah, I was going to say Prochet. <laughs> well, we, we saw well, we saw that. He's got an arm. Like, he does. Got, like, he's, I, I know it didn't go well, that. but we saw he's got yeah. an arm. He can we, throw the we, ball. We know he can he, throw the ball down yeah, the field. He has a pretty good accuracy, too. He has pretty good accuracy as well. But I feel like I'll be QB5. You're QB5. Yeah, I'm definitely QB5. <laughs> is, yeah. Would you be... Okay, I know this is never going to happen. All right? So I know I'm asking a stupid hypothetical. You never know. But if it did... Would you be excited or more nervous, like, oh, God, what could go wrong here? Would you be like, no, dude, I'm in. Like, I've lived for this I mean, I'm going to be nervous because, I mean, I ain't played quarterback since senior high school. But, I mean, (laughs) I know I can throw the ball. I know Reeves. How far can you throw a football? Is this a Kyle Bola question? Yeah, right from your knees. Can you hit the goalpost (laughs) from your knees 70 yards away? I don't know about all of that. But I could probably throw, like, 70. 65. Really? Damn. On a good day. Okay. On a good day, but a normal day, I'm probably saying like 55, 50. Devin, what about you? I don't know, man. I haven't tried in a while. I'll say like 60. So we got if options. I had to take a guess. We got options. And we, we didn't even mention the one option, potentially Jordan Stout. That's true. I That's seen true. Jordan Stout uh-huh. the ball. It, he, I think he's sure he's been known to do that. Yeah, really? yeah. I mean, not like Sam. Sam, of course, being well, yeah. Sam yeah. Cook was was the, the guy. But I think in Penn in State he had done it before. He had done stuff like oh, right. that before. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, so there, there are options if something were to happen. Hey, QB five, baby. That's what it's all about. Depth, man. We got depth on this team. <laughs> Correct. That's what you. And by the way, you needed three quarterbacks on exactly. on Sunday to get a win. Exactly. Yeah. Worked out all right. Sure Worked did. out all I'm right. I'm gonna get you something that says QB five, friend. Would y'all make some noise for QB5, Tyus Bowser? <laughs> and QB11 will no, go. Yeah, I'm down the line. I'm down the line. Devin Duvernay. Man, that's good. Hey, uh, Great Apes Memorabilia is a great partner of ours, and they've been doing some events all throughout the month. And we just want to make sure we thank everybody who has supported Great Apes Memorabilia. With everyone's generosity, 500 inner city children will get a brand new bike and a stack of toys this Christmas. So thank you for your support of Great Apes Memorabilia. Find out more at greatapesmemorabilia.com with the number eight. When we come back in, it is the question to end all questions. It has captured the imagination of the locker room. One gorilla versus 100 humans. We are talking about it next. This is the